Righty ho, are you guys ready then? We're all ready. okay. Is everybody in good health? Yeah. Yeah, well, apart from just saying, got a bit of a bad back, but oh, apart yeah? from that, yeah, it's, it's not too bad today. It's, it's more or less back to normal, but freak me on Friday. I thought that I could be like, this is how bad it was on Friday. I had to get Millie to put my socks on for me. Oh. I could not bend down enough to put my socks on. It was crazy. Good, good daughter. I know. And she's like, oh, your feet you smell. I'm like, oh, just put my socks on and stop winning. <laughs> and they didn't smell because I had a shower. Although I couldn't get to them to wash them. So I had to swish them about in the bottom of the Details. bath. Details. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just saying, just saying. Right, are you ready to go? Better then? look at the news. <laughs> you better. I have put some news. So it's quite a bit of news this week, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Now. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, other fans will tell you about every single game. News, reviews, if you like this podcast, thank you, good night, that's love. Piece of shit. Yeah, boy. Hello. Hello and welcome to show 159 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Wow, for the first time ever, I thought I was going to cut the intro up then. <laughs> Don't worry. I, that's my job. That's what I'm in charge of. I know. I had to think about it and you put me off big time. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. Uh, so, how is everyone? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. You know, getting there. It is, you know, it is what it is. You right. know, another week's gone by. Tell them. Uh, I don't know, you know, nothing really. I'm fine. I have some you know. audio of you at the doctor's, Stu. Oh, God. Wake up, Homer. Less yakking, more cracking. <laughs> now, Homer, we don't actually crack backs. It's merely an adjustment. Okay, you're going to hear a loud cracking sound. There we go. <laughs> Now, I had some bad problems, people. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't got narcolepsy. <laughs> Do you really have narcolepsy? No, I said yeah, I haven't I got narcolepsy. I have got narcolepsy. <laughs> Damn, Did that I, clip is <laughs> eerily prescient. My brother-in-law has narcolepsy, though. Really? He's like falling in places? All the time, right? I'm not kidding, right? We, we went to the football on Saturday. Uh-huh. And, and it's the first time that I've been with him to watch a football match where he actually managed to stay awake for the whole of it. Dude. Um, but there's people screaming and cheering and stuff, and he's, he's, he's like asleep, snoring. Yeah, we've had that. And, uh, you know, as soon, whatever happens, right, as soon as we get back, he sits on the sofa, within two seconds he's asleep. Wow. But it's like because, a medical yeah. condition. This isn't like, you people are boring. Um, well, we, he's, I don't think he's ever been diagnosed with it. Uh-huh. But he falls asleep. A lot, but he has. But I believe he has got sleep apnea. Does he have a very uh, yeah. tiring job? Could that be part of it? He's a teacher, funnily enough. Well, there you go. Don't ever complain about him sleeping. He gets to sleep whenever he wants, wherever he wants. I love this man all of a sudden for no reason. <laughs> he's a, he's a, 
He's a deputy headmaster. Yes, JC Meister, I will accept your friend request on Steam. <laughs> deputy headmaster, that's not teacher, that's administration. Boo, he's the enemy. I hate this man for no reason. But <laughs> God, you go from loving him to hating him to loving him to yeah, hating well, him. That's uh, my life. Um, but no, he teaches as well, though. Okay, he does. I love us for no reason. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 but he's, he's all right. But he's, he's a pretty big dude. Binding of Isaac bad. again on Steam. How many times can you offer that game for sale? Nobody wants it. Stop it. Mind you, Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. That's very cheap. Seventy-five percent off. That's pretty good. I know. Seven quid, but I already bought it when it Are was about ten. Are you making fun of Sleeping Dogs, Stu? No, <laughs> I'm saying no. it's like it's she. cheap. She. It's rather up though, talking about you know sleeping brother-in-law to it's sleeping. Like, yeah, this is the earliest we've ever gotten into the video games. Quick, let's keep going with it. I know. Yeah. Well, actually, I'd what? like to do. That. <laughs> I'd like to do, it, but I have. Oh. Okay, first things first, people. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Have I got the biggest story for you ever? Settle in, people. Settle in, because this is this is a huge story. Three-hour right? show, people. You know why you're telling it. Have you introduced so, us? No, we haven't even got as far as that. I should do that, shouldn't I? No, I'm the daddy. Because I realised, because I haven't really talked much yet, so... I know, hey, otherwise... Stu the daddy. As Stu the daddy, all that shit. Um, we've got Duke. Yay, Duke. Yeah. I don't have and any sound got... clips, sorry. No, we ain't got time for sound clips. We ain't got time for that. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, I do have this audio from an arcade in 1992. So that's fun. Yeah. Oh, you finally got that. To I work, got it then. to work. Yeah. <laughs> and we've also got Chini. Yep. Yep. Right. Anyway, get into this story. Right? Here we go. Are you ready? Blah for blah, this? blah blah blah. Hey, blah. Chini. Yeah, go ahead. Story time. Hit it. Well, as you know, right? As you know, interview this week with Gavin Hammond. Oh yeah. Who did that go? Shit. Well, oh my God! Oh fucking mighty! Right, and I very that rarely good. swear. I very rarely swear. Yeah. So anyway, so it starts off right. Gavin's there, ready and waiting, right? So I was like, "Yep, all set to go." So anyway, waiting for Dave, waiting for Dave, waiting for Dave. No sign Dave of Dave. Sends, sends him an email. Dave, there, I can't see you on Skype. You said I'm not accepting my, you know, Dave's not invite. here, man. <laughs> right? So he sent one back and going, "Well, I can't see one." I'm like, "Well, I sent you one." No, can't see one. What? Did you send it? Did you send it to the right one? So I said, "Oh, I sent it to this one." And he went, no, that's not the right one. This is the right one, send me by. So that so that all happened. So that happened. So that happened, right? And finally got him on the call. He was like, yeah, you finally got it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, good news. Yeah, very, you know, they were, they, were, they were so nice, right? They were both so nice, right? So that happened. Can't wait right? to hear it. Then, could I get Pamela to work? Could I get that stupid thing to work, uh-oh, right? Uh-oh. It wasn't... It wasn't having it. It wouldn't start recording. It kept coming up that it wasn't connected. I kept on, you know, like the old-fashioned trick of, you know, turning it off and turning it on again. Wouldn't work. So, oh, my God. Disconnected them, called them back in, tried again. Still nothing. Kept coming up going. And I'm like, oh, my God, right. This, like, spent about 15 minutes trying to get it to work, right? Couldn't get it to work. I downloaded two further recorders off the internet. Couldn't get either of those to work, right? And I'm just like, oh, my God, I've got you both, and I can't record it. Oh, that right? sucks. I'm like, right, can't get all the chinny because, obviously, it was a funny time when he was working. I was like, I can't, but there's no point sending, any, you know, a, a message to because he isn't going to be around. Oh, my God, what am I going to oh, do? Oh, no. So I did try the old uh, age trick, and I said, look, what I'm going to do is turn the computer on and off again because you've got to try it, haven't you? You <laughs> hadn't tried it. that? 
No, I should have done that first. <laughs> yeah, you start with that, dude. I know. Anyway, so so did that, and lo and behold, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they have to go. No, <laughs> luckily. I'm not sitting around for this crap interview if you can't get amateur shit. Yeah, really. Do you know what? They were so understanding, right? Oh, and just for that. You know, Gavin was such a nice guy, and he went... And they were both like, oh, don't worry, if you don't get we'll just reschedule, it'll be fine, don't oh, worry, we'll sort it out another time, right? So anyway, did the interview, did the recording, right, got to the end, right, and... It I hadn't still had been the recording. No, no, listen, right, I had the file open, where, obviously, the folder where all the recordings go, and it was still showing us naught bytes, right, and I'm like, oh my god, like, and I'm like, oh my god, but it's only because I had to sort of refresh it, so I closed it and opened oh. it again, it was fine. <laughs> And it's fine, and I've edited it. It's all ready to upload yeah. and ready to go. And on the fuck, uh, it was just you. I know. We ha- we did have a few audio issues throughout the podcast. One of them, one of the mics kept on uh, creating feedback, which wasn't great. Um, so that happened. But apart from that, I think it's another pretty good effort. I think it was pretty good. So hopefully everyone will enjoy it. Next week we're going to interview Chuck from The Walking Dead. <laughs> I don't know. That's it now, as far as Walking we're Dead. We're going to interview Zombie Number Four. <laughs> <laughs> we are. My motivation uh, for the zombie was to act like I'm dead. But I've got a motivation say, in this scene. Brains. What do you yeah. think it takes to be a really good voice actor? Brains. Now, I have been talking a lot of brains. Now, something something came up in the interview, which I'd like to just sort of quickly discuss. Ooh. Is this about your favorite biscuit? No, we didn't mention biscuits. Did you dip it in I did milk? Some, I did something different at the beginning. Dip it in tea. Different at the beginning this time. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, right, anyway. Uh, actually, it wasn't. It wasn't really governed by me. It was governed by them. They they sort of took over a bit. It was kind of really? it was kind of an interesting interview. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah Listen, kind of, motherfucker, we're in charge now. Oh it's kind of fun. Um, but yes, no. One of the one of the questions I asked them was, how did they think that sort of uh, video game voice actors, you know, and the way that it's it's actually done at the moment could be improved? I said because obviously they all record in isolation. So I said, you know, would it would it be easier or better to, to get the quality you know improve quality of voice acting in video games for everyone to record at the same time you know podcast where we talk about previous episodes upcoming on the show i know yeah how weird is that so we, we, so we saw, by now. but what was kind of interesting and i hadn't really thought of it this way but to put it in perspective and obviously people will, will have hopefully potentially already heard the interview at this point because it'll be out before this show comes out if so not, go listen to it right now, people. We don't have time. Yeah, Mexican League, Bush League stuff. She. But basically, basically, what what Dave said, it, within each episode, he had to read between a thousand two hundred and I think a thousand eight hundred lines per episode. All because of it. Right, which is a lot of lines, and, and obviously because, and this is this is where it's kind of interesting because we want games with branching storylines you know like the walking dead where different things you do in the game have different effects within the game write two stories at that point exactly but the other problem is you have to read two stories and not necessarily just two stories but multiple decisions or you know you might have six or seven lines for the same question so what he was basically saying was it's it's almost impossible to do what i was suggesting because yeah you can't record one scene you don't have just one scene 
Correct. Motherfucker. Yeah. So he said, if it, he said, you know, if it's a linear game, he said, you know, absolutely you could do that. He said, but for the type of game that The Walking Dead was, it yeah. would be almost impossible. And that's interesting because Clem doesn't have to record more than one response to a question because there's only one response. She's absolutely. Character. Absolutely. I mean, and that's what he was saying, you know, for when I was interviewing Clementine, basically, you know, or <laughs> Melissa Hutchison, should I say, not necessarily Clementine, but. Clementine. Yeah, but what she was saying... Why well, am you I see, on she, the radio? She, from what I can gather... Hang on, I have an answer to that. I'm not killing zombies. I'm <laughs> listening to the Veteran Gamers podcast. Excellent. Uh, but what she was saying, you know, because she they'd recorded some of Dave's lines already, she had those for reference, and yeah. some of her responses only, re, you know, only applied to the lines he gave her. Yeah. Whereas with Dave and Gavin, obviously, they had a lot of lines for different characters within the game. Most yeah. of Clem's lines were only with, da- you know, with Dave. Right, right. And there's so, a lot of stuff like, I mean, that makes it even more impressive to realize how much emotion and how much consistency there is in a conversation because it's all being recorded out of context. So it's very impressive that they can make it flow together, both in terms of the actors and the editors, to assemble it together into a coherent discussion. Absolutely. And what Gavin did say, which was kind of interesting, he said, had he heard some of the lines being said to him that you know that in the way that they were said by Dave, he would have probably done them differently. You know, and he said he would have probably, you know, read the lines in a different way, having heard them and you know. Yeah. So that was that was kind of interesting. But yeah, it was a good I hopefully it's a good interview and I hope everybody enjoys that one as much as, you know, the feedback I've had from the the one with Melissa, which uh, again I've had so many nice uh, nice things said, you know, on Twitter and Facebook and stuff. So thank you Everybody who enjoyed that is yeah. really humbling, you know, that everyone enjoyed it so much. That all being said, that all being said, we should talk about some games. Video games. I vote video games. Because, I mean, after all, people don't tune in here for mathematics discussions or anything involving... We ain't doing geometry. We try to play some games, bitch. Absolutely. <laughs> Hey, you, you're gonna have to get some some Jesse clips, are you, to use? Yeah. Hey, are you in Breaking Bad now? I'm still I'm still in the same bit. We're, we're just, right. We're on the third season of uh, you know third Gavin season. and Stacey. So oh, yeah, Gavin there, and there Stacey. Oh, for fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We're getting there. Though we need to finish that. We've only got though. we've only got four episodes left. So well, stop you well, Get on with them. And then I'll be back on the Breaking Bad, all right? I told I told Kay you were telling me off, and she's like, oh, time to get over it, it's fine. Well, tell her to book you. There's soundboards, but they're all for the phone. Yeah. Uh, Damn it. You'll have to get on YouTube and get some stuff off there. That's Sup, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that being said, Chinny, yes. I've got to say, I'm looking at your list of games, and I'm, I'm kind of sad. Why? Because I can't see Deadly Premonition on your list of games for this week. Yes. Well, I haven't played a lot of games this week. I are be mostly baking. <laughs> baking? <laughs> I've been baking most of the week. What have uh, you been baking? I baked. I, or is that uh, a Breaking Bad thing? Like, I'm ba- I'm cooking. <laughs> no, I, I think it's more like a, this week I have been mostly baking cakes. Yes, uh, Brooklyn Blackout Cake is a, is a cake that I baked this, okay. this week. Um, very and nice. also some fairy cakes just to finish off the ingredients. So, um, anywho, oh, I'll tell you what. Actually, talking of, of cakes, uh, K, 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 K
Kane made some cakes this weekend. They were really good. They it had right. Like, you can pull out well, the fucking felt. Do you know? Can I ask you? Look, juke, juke, right? Apparently, this is an American ingredient. We couldn't find it in this country, or we couldn't find it in the supermarket at least. Didn't search the whole country. Um, marshmallow fluff. What oh, is that? Oh yeah, marshmallow fluff. Mm, marshmallow fluff. What the what what hell is that? That's exactly what it sounds like. It's marshmallows in a fluff form. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's get out but this, the, the cake had marshmallow, melted marshmallow fluff on top. That's what the topping was instead of icing. But we just had to melt marshmallows with a bit of water and stick that on here. But I'll tell you what, it was proper sticky. It was all over my beard and everything. Are we uh, done? Anyway. <laughs> so this list is basically <laughs> what I've played tonight. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Um, so I've finished Brothers in Arms. Okay. Pear. So now I've I've got that from Love Film, but just haven't. What Hell's Highway? Yeah. Really? Oh no 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 sorry wrong one. What are you talking? What about? am I thinking of? No, what the hell was that? Oh, Medal of Honor. I've got the new Medal of Honor. Oh, game. Sorry, wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Stop talking, Stu. Yeah. No, it's sorry. He had those games, but where did you want to leave those games, Stu? I wanted to leave them on the counter, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. You remember that when it's broken down? Yeah, yeah. Classic. Sorry, Chinny, go ahead. Sorry, you go ahead. Um, sorry. Right. So, uh, so I, I finished that. Whatever. Uh, done that. It's uh, <laughs> That's all you've got to say. Yeah, it's 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 five years old. Who cares? All right. So. True enough. Um, I played a couple of demos, and on paper, on the surface, they would be very similar. So the two demos that I've played are Metal Gear Revengeance. Yeah, I also played this. And then Devil May Cry. Both okay. hacky, slashy stuff. Yeah. Um, but both different. So, Metal Gear. I played this as well. Yes. Let me ask you. Okay. What, what did you think of the look of the game then? It looks pretty. It does. It is sharp, isn't it? Imagine you asked the question that I would only give one positive answer to. <laughs> I know. Ask did you a ask question that? about something else about okay, the game? I'll Here, I'll ask you a question. Uh, what did you tell the landlord when he came to kick you out? Pay my rent, bitch. Plural. <laughs> what did you? Oh, God, we've started him now. We? <laughs> you told me to fuck uh, this game, I bitch. Know. So, yeah. uh, let me ask you this: uh, What did you think of the animation? So, all right, you picked on two questions that I'd b- respond positively. To. It's slick. You've got to say it. You've got yeah, to admit it. Good animation. Good animation. It's slick. Slick. Ask me another question. Uh, okay. What What did you think of the uh, precision slicing? You're uh, clutching at straws. Uh, I thought that was good. I like that. It's okay. I wouldn't say it's um, a game changer. So change an upbreaker. Um... It's cool when you pull it off properly. Overall, I think the game is peh. Okay. Let me ask you this. No, more meh. I think it's more meh. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Did you get, right, to the sort of boss fight with the dog thing with a chainsaw for a tail? Um, I think so. No, I've got to look these walkie dog things... Yeah, just like like a tripody things that are quite big. Yeah. And four. Yeah, yeah, they weren't oh. too bad. And it was like a stealth. But it was like it was like a stealth mission, but it was stupid. 
Yeah, because I don't think there's any way you can't not get seen. You might be able to get away no. with it. No. Um, so I, I thought like, it looked great. The animation was good. Um, but the cutscenes are too long. It's full of nonsense. He looks like a gay robot. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't get it. And yeah, the the weirdest thing for me is is like there's a bit where you have to sneak up on a, a guy and kill him who's who's got a prisoner on the floor, obviously without killing the prisoner. And then once you've done that, but he doesn't until you've killed all of the enemies in the area, he stays and he won't respond to you. And then he goes, "You should go and check on the on the prisoner or whatever." And you go over and then he goes, "Oh, thank you or whatever." I didn't and even save that. They just shot him. I was like, "Oh, whatever, okay." Yeah, oh, I saved him. In my, um, in my... So I, I, I think the game's shite. <laughs> Um, I, I don't agree that it's shy, but I'll tell you where, where the issue. No, I'll tell you where the issue I had. I thought no, I like the combat and you know I like the way it works, but then I like Bayonetta as well. Silly. I like Bayonetta, so, you, know, you know, same developers, so you know. Yeah, I know that, same. but so it's sleep. It's laughingness. So with the you bought the issue. You are bouncing all around the place with the pop-ups of the menus and the sort. I know what I'm carrying. Fuck off. The issue I had was this, when, and, I, and I know people out there are going to go, it's because you're a noob and you shit or whatever, right? It's quite hard. But I, well, no, I didn't find it terribly hard until I got to this boss fight, right? And on this boss fight, there's this dog thing with a chainsaw for a tail that it sort of whips out and cuts you with. And it does look cool, I've got to say. It's a really cool-looking boss. But it just kept coming up with a problem, right? And the square is one of your attack buttons, isn't it? But then it was like left stick and square. Yeah, so well, Harry. it was left stick and X I was playing on the Xbox. And yeah, uh, it was hard to I carry. Very... I couldn't figure out how to do it. And the, honestly to God, right, the, the moment you miss that dog, the amount of energy it took off you in one like, big hit was just ridiculous, right? Then he starts chucking loads of other enemies at you while you're trying to fend off this dog, right? And I'm just like, oh my God, and I can't do this parry thing. And I just can't figure out how the hell I'm supposed to do it. And I keep getting killed. And after about the fifth time of being killed, I went, oh, no. I had that experience with a demo I played this week. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it. Okay, we'll talk about it when we get to your This is weird. The Wikipedia article about Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, that's the game you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's got 96 citations already. Usually a game that's not out yet. It has like ten or twenty citations in it. This is like a fully researched it's article. Metal Gear, that's why. Metal Gear. It's got a huge universe around it. No, no, it's cool. um, um, so I think I think I might like the full game. I think, think we're on Chinny. What you've been playing? Not <laughs> no, it's on Stu. What do you think? No. And Duke, what do you got? Sound no. clips about? No, we both played it. I'm just sort of yeah. Saying. Well, I, I think it's stupid because. Um, <laughs> I have to explain why. Oh shit! Uh, right, D- story dumb, acting dumb, characters dumb, black guy stereotype, combat too much, doesn't tell you enough, parries fucked, um, dog things dumb, Metal Gear dumb, bang, finished. I just, I just think it's. Uh, you see, I've had this before where I have a demo and I'm not particularly keen on it, and then when I get the full game and it's all in context and you get that. Sort of build up to those sorts of boss fights and stuff. It's and, you know, and you know what you're game. doing. I don't know. Maybe it is. Um, but but hmm. saying that, I really liked Devil May Cry. Okay. Um, because uh, it's better than the other game. Um, so is this a demo or the actual full game you played? No, it's a demo. Okay. Right. So I played the demo and. 
I love the animation. I, I really like the character of Dante now. Like he's he's just proper. Like, he's such a dick. Um, but he's, he's he's you know he's just funny. He's a hardcore. He's an anti-hero. If only someone could tame him. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. He's just funny. He's just really. He's just quick and funny. And his lines are delivered very well. He's animated very well. All the animation in Devil May Cry, I thought it was great. The combat felt really good. And Devil May Cry has primarily been about juggling the enemy. So, you know, hitting them in the yeah. air, shooting them while in the air, grappling onto them, fighting, slashing them, and then knocking them away, bringing them back, going over to them. That's what Devil May Cry's core combat is like and they nailed it with this i loved it and the story and the cutscenes aren't too long and the stories itself is is ludicrous like, like dante is is i mean it's a stupid story and it's fantasy and the all city is attacking you yeah really? pretty much and you're in limbo and all the bollocks um <laughs> but dante is, is equally as um uh you know um, he's, he's, he thinks it's ridiculous too, so that's cool. Funny, I was like, "Oh right, brilliant, yeah, you know, demons, great, fantastic," yeah. and he's kind of with you. And I get, I like that. Um, so I, I think it's brilliant, and there's really some cool set pieces um, in the demo, and you you run, and the, the 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 there's words on the on the wall saying "kill him," and it, like the the city's trying to get you, kind of. Uh, thing and you drop down and you jump and it's just cool i really liked it it was so there's parts like, where like there's yeah there's like a ball on the wall and you have to pull yourself toward it it's almost like a magnet yeah bitch magnets <laughs> exactly and um <laughs> oh god season five episode one so i know <laughs> uh yeah it's um i really nails the combat i've done i cry really uh, really impressed uh, by it, and it's like day and night. Muted, sorry. It's like it's like day and night compared to something like Metal Gear Rise, uh, Rising Revengeance, Revengeance, where it's all messy, and I, I just find it very messy combat, and the the UI is just terrible, and the presentation is awful. Whereas Devil May Cry is um, a lot more like polished and clean and simple. And just wow, I I I can't agree with that with you. Why not? I've played both of these demos because I don't think it's true. I didn't I didn't th- I think once you master the combat in, in Metal Gear, it'll be absolutely I, fine. I didn't it. find I, I I picked it up so easily in Devil May Cry. I gave both of them equal time. And I, see how many opposite? I like can't... too complicated. Can't do it. Whatever. And then just wow. Devil May Cry. I was like, got it straight away. See, I felt the opposite. When I played Devil May Cry, I'm like, why is there all these complicated after holding a trigger when you're pressing a button and all this shit going on? Well, you have to do that in fucking Metal Gear. You have to hold you the you didn't. shit. No, you didn't. That was uh, The only thing you had to do that for is if you're doing the precision exactly. slicing. The normal standard attacks would just... come right up. That's the only reason you play the game. Uh, I guess. Uh, I didn't like it. And you can't call the presentation. It looked... Polished, it's a polished game, it's is Metal Gear. stupid, though. He's just in this big gay robot suit, and you just see what the <laughs> this? He's like a robot with a, an amazing arse. So like, what's, what's this? What well, you don't think amazing... Would you rather have a robot with a boring ass? Or a fat, saggy ass? What, what do you want? What kind of ass do you want on your gay robots? What ass do you want? It's like a robot gymnast. It's stupid. It just looks dumb. Do you want, do you want an ass with tag nuts hanging the out? I mean, what do you want? Dead. I want a what robot... These buttons look like nipples. 
I want you want win it? That looks like a badass. And Royden himself is just dumb. He's got no fucking chin. I don't trust anyone with no chin. <laughs> Take this porter and go get someone all that off your chin. Brilliant. So, let me ask you this question then. Having played the demo, are you interested in playing the whole game now of uh, Devil May Cry? I am indeed. Damn straight. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. damn right it is. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Devil May Cry has impressed me. I wasn't impressed when I played it at Eurogamer. Basically because I didn't know what was going on because of the controls. But when you play the demo from the start, you get the controls and you it understand shows you the way the work. And yeah, it's it's perfect. You know the the right trigger is like the your father was a, a devil and your mother was an angel. So the right trigger um, activates all the devil stuff. So you have the devil's weapon, which is really slow, and the devil's um, like grapple pull. And if you hold the left trigger, it has the, the angel's weapon, which is like really fast and flashy and stuff. And yeah, like you can turn the other cheek and stuff. Is that what the angel stuff does? Because hmm? that's what that's what Jesus said. Turn the other cheek. I love to see a game where it's like someone's beating you up and you just turn the other cheek. Here, beat me up here now. Ah. Yeah. So I, I, I was really impressed. I buy it. And um, Metal uh-huh. Gear just just yeah, no chance. I mean, the best Platinum did was. Um, Vanquish. That was our best moment. So, make that shit again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Put it on the box. And look, Metal Gear as well, <laughs> it's, it's, this, this rising game, it's been passed around like, like some weird prostitute. It's, it, you know, it started off uh, somewhere else, and then it was a mess, because they couldn't work out how to do it. And they just handed off to Platinum Games, and they just stuck to what they know. And it feels like a typical Platinum Games game. You know, like Bayonetta or Lollipop Chainsaw, just fucking nonsense. There is, but I do think, you know, from what I've heard from people playing more than just the demo, the the stealth stuff does actually come into it quite a bit, yeah, you know, where you can stealth. Uh, uh, the, 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 you know, there's more of those dog things, and there's, like, loads of people that are not seeing you yet, but it's fucking hard to, you know, do the... It, the stealth doesn't make any sense in the game. It should be running, kill loads of shit, run out. To be fair, yeah, a lot of stuff in Devil May Cry doesn't make a lot of sense. What? A lot of the stuff in Devil May Cry doesn't make a lot of sense. Especially the, story, Devil. the city's attacking you, and I mean, Devil Cry, Devil May Cry Four, where you play it one way and then just play in reverse. Ah, oh, correct. Right. Devil, 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 Devil May Cry Four is bollocks, right? But like, what like they're saying, taking themselves less seriously now, which is good. The, in Metal Gear, the gameplay doesn't make sense because in a hack yeah. and slash game, what you want to do is hack and slash, and there's <laughs> these stealthy elements, and it's like this isn't a stealth game. I'm not playing Metal Gear Solid. And, you know, they, their little explanation mark pops up like, oh, look, it's this. Oh, yeah, it still does it. Whoop, bollocks. <laughs> and so in Devil May Cry, it's like, it we're demons, we're going to fuck you up, and then you're Dante, and you're going to fuck them up. But but difference between no, Metal Gear Revengeance, Metal Gear Revengeance, and a normal Metal Gear game, when, you know, in the in the original one, when he goes, whoop, then you have to bleed, shoot your way out, and it's really hard because, like, you're meant to be stealthing all the time. In this one, you just kick the shit out of them. It's fine. <laughs> it's the opposite. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's there's fine. loads of the, there's about three of those dog things, two blokes with yeah, launchers, yeah. and another couple of guys. And I was like, forget this. No, I did that. It was good. It was good fun. It felt satisfying. Yeah, when I cleared it them all. It felt satisfying. Switching it off and putting it over my crown. I was <laughs> I was all right though until I got to the bit with the bloody boss dog with the chainsaw on its tail. That was freaking hard. And the, the cutscene's like, how's it feel like to be a bird? Yeah, a bird, uh, a bird inside a remote control plane. I was like, what the fuck? What am I watching? What's this? Oh, you play Dear Esther all of a sudden? 
I don't know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, think Junior, as well, right? Those three enemies <laughs> at the start. Junior, you're done. Oh wait, no, you're not. Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance, right? So those three Any more these names guys, on this. There's three of these guys at the start, right? And you go down, and I killed one of them, and I was just going like, to chop the head off the second one, and the cutscene ended as if I've killed all three of them. I was like, what's that about? <laughs> And he's like squeezing the blue hearts. Who cares about that? And then a winner is you. It's just just nonsense. The whole thing. It's like I have no idea what's going on. I have no <laughs> idea who these characters are, and I don't care because they're all fucking stupid. Okay, uh, yes, you're right. Who cares? Ten out okay, of ten. Duke. Thank you, <laughs> Duke. Uh, what have you been playing? Hopefully, there's some more happiness coming. Yeah, from but my your, core is your... good. I am being happy. <laughs> okay. Weren't you the one saying you're in a bad mood, Stu, at the beginning of the show? I was, I was only saying more happiness, not necessarily, okay. you know. That you well, I got more happiness. Ha- First, I got to tell you about the man is on my back. My principal came to me today and said that someone had found the uh, support the virtual troops video that I made. Oh, no. And, like, was concerned. So they talked to someone at the school district. And they talked to the superintendent, and they talked to the school board, and they talked to the principal. So that video is not online right now, because I'm not really sure exactly what the concern was or what's going to happen. But I don't think anything really is going to happen, but I'm not taking any chances. So hope you all saw that when it was live, because it ain't live no more. Freedom of speech, man. Freedom of speech. Yeah, I got to get paid. Forget a lot of that. I'm disappointed in you, dude. The man came down and then you folded. Hell yeah, I folded. <laughs> he has to get paid, dude. <laughs> He's got to have a job. So, what is, uh, the man, I'm going to stand up for a, against oppression. Like I have a right to show my students footage of me playing violent video games. <laughs> Kids need to see that. <laughs> what the hell is that? Right, if I went to court, you'd, you'd have a leg to stand on. You'd be <laughs> yeah, he'd, sure. I'm, Unfortunately for you, Duke, I think in light of all the shit going down oh, in America. Yeah. Well, that may be part of it. But you know what's crazy? Because I told you, you've all seen that video. Some of the people have right, seen it. Awesome. We're listening. It. Yeah, anyway. There's a lot of stuff in there about, like, nonviolence and, like, footage of Gandhi and stuff. Like, yeah, it's they, actually they're about... Not they're not listening. They're watching you exactly. shoot people going, take that, <laughs> you know. And then all of it's about, like, shoot the enemy until he's twitching on the ground, man, which, fair enough, out of context, that doesn't look good. But uh, anytime I always tell people, man, anytime you have to say, "Oh, you're taking it out of context," that's a bad sign. But and also, case, it's true. also, also, you know, you're supporting troops that don't really exist. Well, exactly. It's all about how virtual it is. And I quote Shakespeare: "The world is a stage, and everything." So, I mean, whatever. Like I said, I think they, re- I think the school recognizes that, and the districts has always been very supportive. So, I don't think it's going to lead to anything. But it was kind of unnerving uh, to have her come to me and say, "We need to have a talk about your video." <laughs> Oh, blimey. But who's found that? How's well, that I don't know. I, we have no idea. That's the thing about the internet, man. People find stuff. Who knows how? Some kid yeah. comes home and is like, look at this awesome thing my teacher did. And they're like, oh, my God. Or, more likely, you know, I sent an email to the school board about this new plan they're preparing to do. And maybe I had something in my signature file that led to a website or they saw it from my email address. Who knows how people find things, you know. Um, but it doesn't matter. You know, whatever. It is what it is, and I'll just sort of, you know, take hide out till the heat's off. That's what hustlers do. You just play it cool, you know. Big Brother is watching. Ex- I was just telling my students about George Orwell today, man. Oh, yeah. and also, um, uh, uh, Big Brother has a kind of influence on Devil May Cry. Really? Uh, I don't remember yeah. that. The cameras are watching. 
Oh, duh. Yeah, there are. yeah true. Um, true. So anyway, that's the reason I'm really uh, exhausted. You can't tell, I don't think, because I'm still like hyped up. But today is the first day of a new semester, and I spend the entire 45 minutes talking on the first day of the class because I have to talk to them about all these writers and all the cool stuff we're going to do in the class. So at the end of the day, I'm just like, uh, I should be lying down, but I'm I'm upright for some reason. Cool. I'll take that's what you need to do. show or something. All right. Games. Uh, Far Cry 3 play date. We had people show up. It was awesome. Thank you to everyone who showed up. GH Rocker came in right as I was leaving, so I didn't actually get to play with him. But I did play with Burr Salem, a.k.a. Seth, and Stu Leck was there. But we couldn't talk for some reason. We were in the same party, and then we got – and we couldn't talk in the party. So we said, let's try game chat. That didn't work. So then we tried a private chat, and I could talk to him on that. But in the party, he could hear Seth. And Seth could hear me, but I couldn't hear Stu, and Stu couldn't hear me. So Seth had to be like a go-between. It was really weird. Right. Um, Ocelot Wildy was there, and X-E-L-A, Alex. I don't know, whatever his name is. But that happens, I've noticed that a few times when you're playing. It did it in Red Dead Redemption quite a bit. There was that, and also the issue we keep on kicking one player around when you got someone else in and vice versa. Isn't it something to do with like, you've got to be on their friends list to kind of speak to them? Maybe, but I was. That's if you have it set to friends only. But I'm on Stulex yeah. friends list, so that wouldn't make any difference. Anyway, whatever. It was fun. Uh, we played a domination style game, and again, those maps are too small for domination. Man, Battlefield 2 Modern Combat back in the day, that was the perfect size of maps for this. But uh, whatever, and we got our asses kicked. But Seth and Stu were on the other team for those, so they did very well kicking our ass. Um, so anyway, whatever, and then we did some of the co-op, and it actually, we had a good time with the co-op, and then Stu had to leave, so we did another part, just me and Seth, and we almost got to the end of it, and then we got killed, and we had to start at a checkpoint, and I was like, you know what, I actually have to go, so sorry, we left, and then later Seth tells me, if we had just gotten to the end of that one part, we would have gotten an achievement for the first co-op mission. I was like, damn! See, you left too early. I left too early, so we'll have to work that out again some other time. Oh, well. Far Cry still in its cellophane wrapper for me. You know, uh, it was fun. It, the, the multiplayer isn't going to win any Game of the Year awards, but it was okay. I mean, it was decent for what it was. That's Duke's like kind of sawing out. You all have sounds for games. I'll have a g- sound for my Far Cry 3 multiplayer. But that's, but that's your sound for every yeah. game. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, not Skyrim. I've been playing that too. Yeah, bitch! Skyrim. <laughs> is that how that one goes? <laughs> no, the Skyrim sound is this. Oh, oh Skyrim. Oh, God. I did a quest mod, finally. I finally got into some quest mods. Um, there's this one where it was called... Oh, what was it called? Uh, Into the Depths, I think. And it's this mine near Riverwood, which is the first city you go to in Skyrim. And... Uh, there's these weird noises coming out of the mine. So you go exploring it, and it's a horror mod. So there's, like, things flashing around, and you'll, you'll get to a certain point in the mine, and then you'll lose control, so you won't be able to control your character. Fortunately, no. you don't go anywhere, but, like, skeletons appear in front of you and loud noises, and, and it's just like, uh. So it's kind of freaky. Uh, but at the end of it, you get a really cool piece of treasure. So I was like, yes, awesome, and that was fun. Uh, and then there was another one at the the chapel of Stendar, where 
the, these demons have been attacking, so you have to go fight the demons. And at the end of it, one of the demons, a vampire or whatever, he has a journal, and you read why he's been doing what he's doing, and you feel bad for him. You're like, oh, man, that kind of sucks what this guy's been through. So it's kind of a cool story. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did make that noise again. Uh, you did. My noise for everything. Uh. <laughs> and on a non-committal note, the cave demo. You've all played this already. I'm I'm actually playing the full game. I bought it. I really like yeah. it, but especially because it starts off with most people listening have probably played it. But it's like you know I'm going to tell you a story about a cave, and I was like, oh man, I got to settle in for a long story. Even Bastion felt kind of overdone. I'm like, really, I got to listen to this guy narrate everything? But it actually works really well in the cave. They kept it simple and they kept it light. Which is really cool. When you die, it's like, there is no death in the cave. And then you die again. I said, there's no dying in the cave. I thought that was pretty cool. Do you want me to talk a little bit about the cave I'll now? i play this at some point. Yeah, I just permission when you talk about a game he's played. <laughs> I'm just asking. Well, that privilege. Now, there's no reason for him to wait. Shush, Chinny. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um, which three characters So I was the take? monk and the time traveler and the adventurer. Hmm, Does it make right, any difference, fun. really? Yes, because you can. Um, there's there's only certain parts of the cave that you can explore with each uh-huh. individual that character. Because, so yeah, it has so, replay it, value. Yes, because each one you take down has, obviously has a different story as well. Cool. So that, so as you're going through, you'll pick up parts of the story which are like glowing objects on the walls, and when you when you interact with them, it gives you like a postcard, uh, which obviously tells you why they're there. So it sort of gives you the backstory to each character. Cool. Um, but I've taken the twins, uh, the hillbilly, uh, and the monk. So those are the three that I've taken. And I'm loving it. It's just awesome. It's just awesome. Uh, I can't imagine... But I mean, we played in co-op at Eurogamer, uh, the demo there. And it was quite cumbersome to play in co-op because you had to know who was controlling each character at what point. But playing on your own, that, that sort of all negated because you just have a different character mapped to each uh, direction on the D-pad. Right. So you have one on, the up, one on the left and one on the right. So you sort of know where everybody is uh, and obviously where they all are. Because obviously when you're doing the puzzles, you have to use them or place them in different parts of the level to accomplish right, what right. you need to do. And that theme continues... Uh, throughout i've just sort of finished the next part of the the main quest line so i've just solved quite a few puzzles and it was kind of funny and, and what i really love about it you know that sort of portal feeling where you're not quite getting what it is you need to do yeah and then i went away and i came back tonight and, and almost straight away solved one of the puzzles without sort of thinking about it good sort of realized what it was, it was. yeah yeah problem with the demo because there was a part where you had to get the hot dog and put it on the stick and I was down because yeah. I was like – he was like, okay, the dude at the gift shop was like, find me three things to bring back. And I found the postcard in the shop, and then there was the soda can. I was like, oh, I'll use the soda can. And then I realized, oh, wait, no, you just drink that. And then there's the hot dog, and I'm like, what? Am I supposed to bring that back? And then I figured out what you do, and I'm like, oh, duh. But it was that moment. Yeah, like you said, I was right on the edge of like, this is too frustrating. And then I realized, wait, no, it's not. Duh. What's also cool, right, you, the three things you need, you don't get till after the end of the demo. So yeah. when the demo ends, the, the three things you do need, yeah. you, you sort of don't get until after that yeah, point. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but that's, the, that's when you get into the cave proper once you've sort of taken those back. Yeah. Uh, but it's so funny. I have laughed on about three or four occasions already just playing it for about two hours. Yeah, it's got a good sense um, of humor about it. 
Oh yeah, it's definitely that. It's definitely classic Ron Gilbert and Tim Schafer stuff. You know, they've they've ca- they, they, you know it does feel like playing Monkey Island again. You know, they've captured that old sense of puzzling and mm-hmm. it's it's very clever in in what they've done. You know, that sort of Monkey Island vibe going on. Yeah. You know, with the comedy and the story and the puzzles are kind of clever. I, I had one where I went. Ah, that's what you do. You know when you do when you have that moment where it dawns on you what you need to do, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I like that." Yeah. Um, one took me a while to figure out. There, there was only one that took me quite a while to figure out. But once I once I got it figured, you know, and it involved carrying a fuse to about three locations to to solve it. Catching. Um, yeah. See, so, but what's annoying? If Machinarium, I think, messed up a couple of spots where the things you had to get were so spread out. That can be a little frustrating because you're trying to keep track of like – and if, especially if there's puzzles along the way. You're like, oh, yeah, that one thing from five screens ago, I'm supposed to bring that over here. That can be annoying. So does it make that mistake or does it keep it mostly centralized? Yeah, it's, it, the, the areas are quite big. The areas you have to explore are quite big, but they're not as big as you think. They, they appear bigger than they are. Yeah. Uh, and once you sort of work That's out – That's a good you, thing, you, right, but, fellas? Ah! Exactly. But you do definitely have to explore, you know, and, and when you get to a new area. And basically, the, the, the puzzles all revolve around the same things, which is what these sort of games have always been, which is find an object and then work out which bit of the level you need to use it in to solve right, the puzzle. Right. Combine it with something else or put it into the spot. Exactly. So, and that actually got, yeah, now you mentioned it. Like, I couldn't figure out how to work with the fuse, and I had forgotten about the bucket. Yeah. So I was like, what? I keep getting electrocuted. I thought, I'll hold the postcard over me. No. And then I realized, oh, duh. Because I went and backtracked. That's sometimes very helpful is to go back. What am I missing? What am I missing? Oh, that's what I'm missing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so it is It is very cool. And um, Yeah, the postcard. I never found a, a use for the postcard. It's coming, probably. No, no, I've not got it anymore. Oh, maybe it's not of, coming. No, it's weird. I got the postcard, but didn't just carried it around I wonder for a while if there's like only it. one person that it's useful for. I don't know. I lost it, and then because I picked something else up that I needed, yeah. and I never went, but never bothered going back to pick it up wherever I'd left it. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't needed it so far. But what it what it also does kind of cool as well. When you get to a definite new level, you know that you have to move all the characters around. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh, when you do get to it, come it, with. Yeah, it drag. Well, it does do that. When you get to a new level where you finish something, it will drag them through with you, yeah. so you don't have to mess around bringing. Yeah, which them I really along. like that. I was like, am I gonna have to keep these people moving all the time? No, it does. It does do that. I mean, when you're within the level, it'll leave them wherever you've left them. Yeah. Because obviously, it may see assumption you need them where they are. Right. Uh, but once you've done all that, it's cool. It's very cool, and and I can wholeheartedly recommend it. It's it's good fun. Now, are you playing it on the Xbox or Steam? As if I'm playing it on Xbox. Oh, have you gone totally PC now, Stu? Of course, I'm playing oh, it on dude. Steam. Dude. But I've got a controller, so it's fine. You know, it's just like playing it on the it's Xbox. Just snob, isn't it? <laughs> but I don't have to buy bloody points. It just comes off PayPal. It's much easier you to do. You set up Xbox with PayPal if you wanted. Yeah, but I can't be asked doing all that shit. Man. <laughs> trust, because, trust, and I'll tell you why. I don't blame you for trusting Steam instead of Microsoft. I'll tell you why. Because you still have to buy freaking points. You still have to buy points, even if you even if you're buying them with your bloody oh, credit card on there. Credit card? You? No, you can just put your card into Xbox. Yeah, but you still have to buy. Well, yeah, but but games. it's yeah, it's true. And they're in denominations of twelve hundred or whatever, so you're always going to have some freaking leftover ones that you don't. Well, really need. most games are like ten dollars, five dollars. 
Yeah, whatever. I'm just like I'm nine ninety nine. Really minor things, though. To be fair, I mean, I it's not. It it's pisses minor. me off. It pisses me off. That's why I tend to buy if I can most Same of my stuff either on the PC or PS3. That's what I do because it's cash. No whining about minor points details. Yeah, but even even Steam's better than PS3 because on PS3 it has a minimum thing of five quid. So it's under five quid. You still have to buy five. It leaves it in your wallet, and then it's like yeah. you have all this money. I don't, I don't buy some. Buy, where is Lee? Buy an Avatar. No, I'm not doing. Which is that. essentially the same thing that Xbox trying to do. They're trying to kind of like yeah, yeah you with leaving things in the in your wallet Steam or your. Die, they're like, hey, it's cool. You don't have to buy extra stuff. Exactly, Steve. Is five quid? It's five quid. We love you, Steve. It's two pound. Absolutely, and that's uh, that's why. Will you marry me? Yeah, but it's fine. Great, works really well. (laughs) It works really well. Nobody has to remain anti-PC on this podcast. And this video game is for Steam. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm secretly a PC gamer. Okay, it's. I love the reimagining of the of the point and click adventure into a sort of puzzle platformer. Yeah, and definitely works, doesn't it? Because it's still oh, it's the same brilliant. thing, really. I mean, like I feel like a point and click was just um, a restraint on the technology. You know, right. like they, it was necessary for its time. Yeah, well, really, like now they can do anything, so they they just make it a platformer. It just makes total sense. And, and I think I like the way it's it's been simplified in some ways, whereas we obviously, you know, your standard point of click, you're, you're carrying around about bloody six or seven things and have to try and remember what they all are and where they, where they might interact right. with something else. Whereas this, you can only carry any three things at one time. And the and 3D that's all. was so limited in those early games. They were trying, God bless them, but, you know, King's Quest and even Monkey Island to an extent, like, hard to tell where you're going behind things or whatever. So this is much clearer, I think. And it's it's so cute as well. Everything's so cute, you know. The the graphics look great. You know, the the backgrounds are just fantastic, and it's just such a nicely drawn game. And the animation's really smooth, and each character has their own little quirks and stuff. I just love it. I think it's a really nice, cool little game. So buy it anyway. Buy it now. Go and get it now. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah. No. I played Retro City Rampage. The oh, demo. Yeah. That. And. Um, it's cute, but there's so much going on on the screen, and it's so many different things to track of, and people moving around everywhere, and you're going from 2D to driving to robbing to uh, all these different things, and I was just, I was lost, I was confused, and scared, sad. <laughs> and it just, it just keeps changing all the control mechanisms all the time, and it's like, oh shit, what do I do now? Yep. And I mean, in that sense, like it's perfect for the ADD generation. Like, uh, are we still playing a driving game? Damn, come on! Um, but I think it's a little too frenetic for my tastes. I mean, it was funny, it was cute. Uh, there were some great lines in it, you know. Like, you're gonna need this, whatever, this these fast boots to get across these buses or whatever. All right, whatever. Yeah, it's just crazy, this, isn't it? It's and just it's a whole fun, load. Of- but it's yeah, it's not the type of thing I want to play at the end of a day. Like, I'm tired. I want to <laughs> do this. Press A, fast forward. Um, but I also played the Dead Space 3 demo. Uh, uh, why? Why did you play this? You hate yeah. Dead Space 3. I played well, this. I hated Dead Space and Dead Space 2, but maybe Dead Space 3. Maybe. Let me, all right, let me see. Go on. Yeah. Well, well let's hear it. You know what? I actually kind of liked it. Except for the final boss fight, quote-unquote. Maybe you all remember. When it came to Alan Wake, what was I most uh, annoyed and amused by in that game? The Roy fighting machine. 
machinery. <laughs> That's right. And what do you find at the end of the Dead Space 3 demo? Uh-huh. There's a uh-huh. giant drill. I swear to God, this is the boat. <laughs> oh, yes. trying to kill me. There is. I didn't think about it that what way. What is it with you and inanimate objects trying to kill you that you don't like? Are you kidding me? The, he, he says the drill is trying to kill me. And it's obvious that it is like coming. It's not like out of control. The drill's lost its bearings. No, it's trying to kill me. Kill Along it, with man. all these other dead walker, whatever they're called, necromorphs. So you have to shoot the necromorphs and then freeze the drill and then shoot something inside that I couldn't figure it out. I, was, I just kept dying, like you said, Stu. Whatever game you were talking about, died, try again, died, try again. Fuck this, I'm done. Now, to be fair, I, I have to say I did also play this demo. And? And I didn't die once doing that. Oh, because oh, in your face, because it was see. That was the easy bit. After that, you get a proper boss fight, which is bloody stupid hard. And I did die a couple of times doing that. But the, no, the drill bit, it's just like a yellow bulb thing in the middle. Like I think I may have found it toward the end, but then I died again. And I was yeah. like, this. And you yeah. know what? It's the thing. is like It's just not my game. Like it's okay. I mean, it worked a lot better, I think, than the other ones because it felt the f- controls felt a little more fluid. All the upgrading and stuff, it's, it looks so com- complicated. I was like, what is all this stuff? Just give me a decent gun and I'm happy. Yeah, I've got to... Right, okay. You know, you know, I love Dead Space 1 and Dead Space 2 equally. Yeah. I like them both. And I, I'm the Dead Space on the Wii. You know, I like all the Dead Space games. Yeah. You I've read Dead the book Space and everything. Too. I've read the book and everything, right? Um, but, you know, I had, I had reservations about Dead Space. Because it's more action-y this time. And I still have those reservations because I'll be honest with you, playing the demo, I felt no tension whatsoever. Well, there is no tension. And I think that's one of the reasons I liked it better because I didn't feel any tension. And it didn't it didn't feel as well paced because when you play you know the original Dead Space, it, there might be quite you know a good few minutes between enemies you know because you know you're not quite sure where the next one's gonna come from you know and I, with They're this and, you know and, yeah yeah and they build it up and there's noises going on and you you're jumping at shadows and stuff and then the actual thing comes for you whereas this felt very actiony I I, oh, yeah. I don't know it's mostly open I mean you're in a lot of open spaces and yeah. You know, monsters come at you, but you don't feel like they're right in front of you all the time. They're, you know. And I think in the other games, like, when the monsters come at you, you might back up instinctively, but you're backing up onto a wall. Or, like, you're stuck in a corner. And this one, like, you can just keep backing up forever. So it's much less nerve-wracking, I think. And it was weird, because I felt like a lot of the appearances of the Necromorphs was quite telegraphed as well, because you'd sort of come into an area and you're like, oh yeah, sure, there's going to be one popping I guess I happened? bet that guy's going to get up. Look, he's getting up. What happened yeah. to Dead Space? Everybody loved it. I know. Everybody loved I'm, 2. I'm, Everybody thought 2 was like, game of the year contender. What happened? I'm just not feeling it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly to God, right? I played it, and I got to the end of the demo, and I thought it was alright, but I feel like they've changed it too much. They've done too many things to change it. They've made it into this on this planet, and it's all. And, and it could just be the demo, you know. And it's just all. Of, there were some frame rate issues. It stuttered a couple of times, you know. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be playing a game that's stuttering away. You know what I mean? And sort of slowing down at points. Perhaps uh, I can shed some light on this question uh-oh. for him. Oh, oh. Yes, here's the problem. Dead Space, Dead Space 2, they got us a lot of monies, yeah? We got crazy paid off them games. But here's the thing. 
we could get a lot more monies if it wasn't reserved for just a few effete uh, elitists who like that crazy tension, scary game stuff. If we broaden it a little bit, maybe we could get some of them Gears of War types, some of them Call of Duties, and then you get them in, you're selling twice as many. Ka-ching! That's what we're looking for here. But overall, if don't like so much, eh, whatever. We can lose your money. Maybe we Bob, get two people in for every one we lose. I like them odds. Bob, overall, don't you damage the IP and then ultimately it, it, it ceases to become an IP and then people just get... Uh, you know what? That's a question that'll make sense five uh, sequels from now. Did we ruin the Saw franchise? Eh, maybe so. Have we ruined paranormal discussions or whatever that movie is with having 17 sequels? I guess so. But you know what we also did with that IP? We made a lot of freaking Boku cash, my friend. And that's what it's all about. So ruining the story, making it go on forever. Who cares? Cash money. That's what we're talking about here. There's a business. Can can I ask you, Bob? Do you not think, though, you know... uh, you know, should it not be all about quality rather than... Quality! And, and also, Get a load of this guy! Well, listen, listen, though, but they've, they've said that there's going to be microtransactions in this. Yeah, it's micro, called macro cash! <laughs> <laughs> it translates into big bucks, starting with micro things. Dude, how do you think uh, Path of Exile is making all that money? It's all free to play, but then you get people paying for things. You get them hooked, yeah, see? But Bob, Bob, Bob. Yeah. You're, you're already paying for the game. Well, I'm saying that's even better. We'll make even more monies. <laughs> Look, it's got to be about the quality, hasn't it? Yeah, you know, whatever. That's for the critics. You give a little something quality for the critics. Most of it, you just give... What are people... Come on. Listen, you're one of these types who looks at the game and you care about the aesthetic details and stuff. Most people are just like, whatever, I want to shoot things. So you give them things to shoot <laughs> and that's the game. What are they going to complain about? <laughs> No, but, but Bob, Bob, Bob. Like that Walking Dead game, you shoot zombies. That's what people want. That's all it took. <laughs> what was the quality there? But, but Bob, Bob, yeah. Bob, Bob, Bob. What, what, you've got to, what you've got to ask yourself, though, is if, if right, you ring it for every cent that you can get out of it. Now you're talking you're gonna, my language. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to end up with an old empty carcass. And then we get a new one. Like, we do Dishonored 2, then. Well, it's a complete <laughs> Dishonored 2, by the way, is going to have co-op. That's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and microtransactions. <laughs> be awesome. Oh, my God. And the DLCs. And Journey no, 2 got... is going to have co-op, too. And you're going to have, like, shooting things in Journey 2. Get ready for that. We're already working on that. But surely, surely, Bob, though, right, is if you deliver a quality product. Portal 3 is another one. In the long run, you'll make more money because those customers will keep returning for the quality. If you if you start like losing the quality just to make more money, surely you're going to lose customers. I hate to break this to you, my friend. Have you looked at the sales figures on Call of Duties? That's nothing to do with quality. People want to shoot things. We give them things to shoot. That's it. This is not a complicated interaction here. You have you have the mind of like a Bioware type of guy. Why don't you go work at Bioware or that don't game you, company? Don't, don't you like the folks at Bioware? Uh, sort of. When they started adding in the multiplayer on Mass Effect, finally they got some sense into them. Hello, we can sell some online passes there. But, but I mean, before that, uh, story, character, who gives a shit? Get out of my face with that. So what's your favorite story-driven game, then? I don't play games. What are you talking about? The ones that make money. Ka-ching! 
Today is about okay. storing games. My story is, once upon a time, there was a guy named Bob. He made a lot of money, and he bought himself a boat. The end. <laughs> That's a good story. Make a game out of that. Bob's Boat, Part 2. Call a boat. Gears of Boat. Boat of War. There you go. Dead boat. Have a dead space on a boat. In space. Why not? Who cares? Shoot things. I'm okay, here. No I gotta problem. go. I'll see you guys later. Okay. Bob, thank you. Was, what does he keep appearing on this podcast? I know. I love I his pills of wisdom. I saw him running out. I assume you had another good conversation with him? He, he seems like a busy guy. I don't know why he gives us it the is, time of day. Is he, is he, he, is he, he just a weird... on a boat. What's that about? Is he, is he just a weird neighbor of yours? I, I don't know where he comes from. He just wanders in and grabs my headset. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I believe that's it for you, is it? You, that's that it for me. Good? Okay, I've only got two other games okay. to talk about. Only two. And and to be fair, they're both on the iPad or iPod Touch or iPhone or whatever iDevice you have, right? Not mine, but other people. Uh, one of them may no, work, I'm not I even trying these I, days. I probably don't think it will. Even if it uh, doesn't so, have high-intensity graphics, it's like you don't have the right operating system. <laughs> okay, the first one that I'm going to talk about is Score Classic Goals. <gasps> <with Jimmy. gasps> Playlist game. And, and I'm not right. Let's get to this. I'm not a massive football. Oh, wait, fan. sorry, Ginny. Oh, you can't talk about a game Stu's playing. That would be rude. Yeah, you'd interrupt of Stu's game discussion with you he talking can, about a game just because you played it too. He can absolutely talk about. Can you imagine game. if Stu did that to you, Ginny? Shut up. <laughs> anyway, score classic goals, right? And I'm not. Gosh. I'm no big football fan like you, but he's awesome. I love so it. So good. It is. There's only one it goal is. in there that I actually recognise because I don't watch football, but it's really cool. Well, I'm waiting until I get to the, you know, the Gaza versus Scotland goal where he kicks it over the That's head. It. And That's the only goal I remember. Yeah, I haven't got to that yet. I haven't unlocked. So this is a game yeah, where I'm... you recreate classic football goals. Yeah. Yes. By drawing uh, yeah. the path of the ball, and that's it. I it's, see. It's one of the best uses of the touch controls on the on the iPod that I've seen because it absolutely just works. It's so it's so simple, but as soon as you play it, you go get it, want it. Yeah. And well, not have to know. Most of it, Bob won't like this. About eighty percent is free. I have to search. Yeah, I mean, it's polished. It's three D. It's got commentary, music, sound effects, uh, even AI on some of the players, and most of it is free. And I have to search to where the paid stuff is. I actually, I was like, where, where's the money in this in this game? And I looked at where the paid content content is, and it's really like far in. So you get a lot of bang for nothing. <laughs> and it's cool, and you think, box. and I'm right. And I was showing someone I know who's a massive football fan, right? Did they know like, the goals? You, pardon? Did they know all the goals? He knew all, not only did he know all the goals, he knew who'd scored them as well. Oh, that was such and such a body in 2002, and I'm like, how do you know yeah, that? The same. The the person who showed me the, the the game, he's exactly the same. He knew. He, knew, he says, I remember watching that one. And... Yeah. But you knew which, which which people scored them and everything. And I was like, oh my god, oh, I don't know that. But he's cool, sort of thing. Well, if it isn't the leader of the Wiener Patrol boning up on his nerd lesson. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a football nerd. But yeah, no, it's great. I definitely recommend it. Um, I've been playing more darts, so I'm loving that. That's so much fun playing darts on the iPad. Just works so well. Damn it! Score classic goals. This app requires iOS five. Oh yeah, it, it, the graphically it's quite. It stutters a bit on the, my iPod Touch Four. So on the iPad, it's smooth as anything. On the iPod Touch Four, it stutters every now and again. So it's pretty uh, graphically intensive. Uh, another game I can't play. So, 
But you need to get an upgrade, not, son. Yeah, that is yeah. not the best iPod iDevice game I have played this week. That has to go to Space Team, which is just one of the best apps I have ever Space played Team. on. It is absolutely Space Team. Is it on the is it's, it on the phone as well? It's on everything. Nice. iPhone, iPod, iPad. It is truly awesome. And right, okay. Space Team. It's the most yeah, it's the most it's the most well you can't play it on your own. This is the thing. Oh. You have to play with other people. Right? But you will have an absolute blast. So play with you? It's just uh, no, because it's only over Wi Fi local oh, or it's not Bluetooth. It's Bluetooth or Wi Fi local. Well how the hell but basically, right, you play that? And, well you have to play it with you have to be in the same room as the other person you're playing <laughs> with because that's the game. Screw that. Okay, here we go. This is this is it basically, right? So basically you're in a spaceship and you've got to keep all the controls in check to ensure that you don't get hit by a, a star that's sucking you in. Okay, so that's that's <laughs> the basic. You are. It's eight bit graphics. It looks awesome. You can uh, you can customize your little characters that you start off with before you go into the game, right? But then the game just consists of you basically get a control panel with different buttons and switches with you know the most crazy names like one's called. Uh, Slide left nipple later or something stupid like that. Right? So Newtonian photo mist to maximum. The hell? Yeah. I mean, right. That's what it is, right? So basically, what you have to do, right? So you've got your control panel. The person you're playing with has theirs, but you have to tell them what they have to switch and change, and they have to tell you what you have to do. And you've got a timer that's counting down all the time you do it. So, and each level you move up each sector, obviously the time that you have to tell them gets shorter. So they're trying to concentrate on what they're doing. But trying to tell you at the same time what you need to be doing, and you're trying to tell them, and it just gets crazy. I love this where it says uh, evasive maneuvers, and the button says take, <laughs> take evasive maneuvers. So are you playing yeah. this a million, like shouting at her and stuff? Yeah, what? and she's shouting at me, and I'm going, you haven't told me anything for ages. And, and right. as you're doing it, right, all this crazy stuff's going. So your panel starts falling to pieces, right? So bits of it fall off, and you have to try and stick them back on again so you can switch the switches. <laughs> it's just truly crazy and you can have up to four players with different devices at the same time um but honestly to god but it's the laugh we were pissing our sides both of us like playing it and, and obviously millie couldn't read half of the words because they're all so stupid and there was one that said psi injector and she said piss injector because that's what she thought it said i hope you shouted at her I did it. Like, it doesn't say that, right? And obviously, because you know, she's like, pre, uh, set dial whatever to number five. And I'm like, what is that? I can't see that. And, and she was mispronouncing what it was. And sometimes it'll chuck a curveball because it'll chuck one in that's actually yours and not theirs. And you're like, you're telling them. And then you realize it's on your control panel. Nice. Uh, and then there's wormholes. It'll be like an asteroid, and you have to both shake your devices at the same time. <laughs> so you're like, shake, 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 and you're both like shaking your devices to to avert the asteroid. And oh my god, it's just brilliant, honestly to god. So, so Chitty, you've got to play, this. but obviously I can't play yeah. with anyone. No, you can't play. What with happens it. when the... you play on your own? What happens? Oh, just I don't think you can. Searching for signals. Yeah, you can't play on your own. You have to play with at least one other person. But you can have up to two. I can't imagine what it, how crazy it would get with four people playing it at the same time. That's weird. Or you can't play it, like if you call someone or something. Yeah, it's like bop it though. But but the whole point of the game is you have to shout in. Oh right, because you, you have to do that. Okay. Uh, so you have to be in this. Someone had put a review online going, "I've been searching on uh, Wi-Fi, but it doesn't seem to find anyone to play with." And I'm like, <laughs> "It's because it's local." You. That'd be cool if you did it on the bus though. Maybe like two people on the bus. Oh, it'd be crazy. People would wonder what the hell you were doing. Yeah, they would. 
Yeah, but he works with Bluetooth or like Wi-Fi. Imaginary so. friend. Come on, yeah. turn off the piss accelerator. Yeah, that's what it's like. And, you, and it, obviously some of them are, are, are made to sound like rude words on purpose. Yeah. So when you when you read them out, it's like, and you're, you're laughing like nipple accelerators. <laughs> nipple slide. You're playing this with your daughter, are you? Yeah. Oh, it's How about very funny. that? Yeah, we're, we're having a great laugh playing it. So yeah. Space Team, you've got to play it. It's just the craziest yeah. thing. You're having a laugh. So yeah, get it, get it played with Matt. He'll love it. He'll love it. Has Tara got an iPhone? No, she's got a... The Galaxy thing. Uh, well, there is. I don't think it's on Android, and it wouldn't probably work between. I the two want to be in the same room with her with that on anyway. Shit. <laughs> Shit. So yes, give it out a play, and that and that's it for me. So on that point, right, we need to do this week's indie pick. But uh, but uh, but uh. Indie game review review. Ho hum. Hello, friends. Vlados here. I'm feeling a little ho hum today. You know how you sometimes get that ho-hum feeling when you can't really put your finger on what's wrong? That's me today. Anyway, this week's ho-hum indie game is Avatar Stealth, a game that isn't very good, and it's not horribly bad either. It's just kinda ho-hum. It's a good concept. Stealth maneuvers designed to avoid mobile robot sensors using your avatar. Remember those training delays in Metal Gear Solid? Well, it's like that, but in a ho-hum kind of way. It looks cool, like Tron, and aside from the atrocious camera, which cannot be adjusted, the controls are okay. All in all, the game is just ho-hum. It's too hard for its own good, and while their sword is a way to stick to the walls, it doesn't work very well. The stealth elements are really ho-hum. The sound and music are fine, but they don't really stand out. They're sorta ho-hum. All in all, the game is just really ho-hum. Who made this game? Let me do a little internet search here. Avatar Stealth, let's see. Oh, look at that. It's from a company called Ho-Hum Games. What a coincidence. (laughs) Avatar Stealth is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlados out in the ho-hum way. Bitches. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, I'll be honest with you. When I, when I downloaded this, I didn't expect a lot because it was 7 megabytes. It it's, is pretty it's, small. It's, it's tidy. It took about 30 seconds to download. But it should show it in the gameplay. Oh, wait, it totally shows it. Mm. Yeah, so it does. The the biggest issue I have with it, right, and, and I think the concept, the reason I picked it, right, is because even though... The freaking camera's reversed for some weird reason, right? And there's no way of changing it to the right way. If it was the right way around, I don't think there'd be an issue. Are they from Australia, maybe? It's like everything's upside down there? It feels Japanese, because a lot of Japanese developers tend to have it in reverse, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, have it have it sort of the wrong way around. But yeah, it's weird. It's not an aeroplane. I'm controlling a freaking avatar, not an aeroplane. I don't want to bloody pull down to go up and up to go down. Yeah. And left to go right and right. It's not even up and down. It's left and right as well. It's all of it is reversed. Yeah. Actually, do you know what I could have done? I didn't think of this. That that might have worked. It could have held the controller upside down. Shouldn't have to. Game sucks. No, I didn't <laughs> think of doing that though. That that might have worked. I don't know whether that would work. Would that work? It would, wouldn't it? No. Would he not? Because the right stick is then on the left. Oh, yeah, then the sticks would be in the wrong place, wouldn't they? I am thought of that. But I could probably got used to that more than having the camera going the Shouldn't wrong way. Shouldn't have to. Maybe. Game sucks. 
Ah, uh, yeah, and then the movement would be opposite, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I was just like, oh man. I mean, yeah, the concept then, looks good, but it just the it play, does. the gameplay, the mechanics are really. Meh. Yeah, it sort of made sense, but if the camera had been all right, I think it would have been all right. So it was a bit hopeful. You also should you know, like <laughs> stick to the walls and like look around you more easily and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Keep working I mean, on it, Ho-Hum Games. I think they do. I think they need to freaking... I went into the settings expecting it to say... You yeah, know, they should totally let you fix that in the settings. <laughs> oh, most stupid thing. I may even, and I very rarely ever give feedback to uh, indie game developers, but I might even send an email to them saying, look, you know, we, we reviewed it on the show, and had you got some... If the controls had been able to be adjusted, then we might have had more uh, thoughts about it, you know, than, than how it's still... What about you, Chini? I'm guessing you're in the same boat. Uh, Corn sticks to the walls, dumb. Uh, cameras inverted, dumb. Yeah, why freaking inverted camera? It's as just soon as I, felt I mean, that's... I couldn't control the camera. I was like, off, bye. That's one of your pet hates as well, isn't yeah. it? Inverted cameras. Yeah. Uh, look, ups, up, downs, down. Well, that's I, what I, I, I couldn't say. play the game. As soon as I discovered that, I was like, can't play this game. Bye. Yeah, yeah. It's not I, you... I kept at it. I was like, maybe I'll get used to it. Is maybe it, I'll get that working out for you. Oh, sucks. <laughs> yeah, it did. And I did the same. I played it quite a few times just to try and get to it, you know, and uh, just couldn't get it. Just couldn't bloody get it, man. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Never. Anyway, moving swiftly on. So, yeah, it's, it's been a bit sort of weak at the moment on the old uh, indie games, but I keep looking. You know, there's always something. Every now and again, we get a little gem. Years. Gonna we be a ghost town. So, uh, I think it's time for Chini's new style. Oh, yeah. you know? Putting news first. Yeah. Woo! Bitch. Welcome, bitches! Woo! Woo. <laughs> Woo. Alright, news time, bitches. THQ is up for auction. Just like Seth McNitt said, man. And uh, I've got some kind of details about where everything is. Woo! Details! Just for people that Woo-hoo. don't know. So, Woo. Um, <laughs> Relic Entertainment. Do we know who Relic asked you? I, I assume that you will know this. Uh, is that uh, Relic? No, what maybe not, not. Not Relic, sorry. A different <laughs> one. Further down. Further down. Relic Entertainment uh, are the makers of Company of Heroes. Oh, right. Yes, it's not a game I play, so I'm not over No, no. Aware. It's another one that I thought you would know. Um, and the winning bidder is uh, Sega. Uh, Sega have bought these guys, and they bought them for $26.6 million. They also did Warhammer 40000 no one cares about that. And oh, yes, they did, didn't they? Yes, I like that game. Space Marine. And, did um, the backup bid, if that one doesn't go through, is Zenimax Media, but no one cares about those. So, uh, Company of Heroes will now be published by Sega. Uh, THQ Montreal. Uh, but that's it's quite a lot. Money, money. 26 million for that. When you see what some of the other stuff went for. Yes, it does. It does. But... Hey, you know, it was it was an auction. That's how much mm-hmm. it went for. That's the auction price, I guess. Um, yep. THQ Montreal, makers of uh, 1666 and Underdog and blah, 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 blah. Um, they were bought out by Ubisoft uh, for a 2.5 million bid, which is not too expensive when you, think of, when you compare it to the other ones. And no one else bothered to even put a second no, bid so in. Not popular, but hey, I think you know Ubisoft. It makes sense because Ubisoft have got a, a, a studio in Montreal. THQ Montreal, bang, they can combine them. It's office space. Yep. It's more more developers. 
Perfect. So that's why they... I'd be interested to see what they got for the two and a half million, you know what I mean? What, I what does that lose? It's, it's staff. Um, yeah. It's that department, isn't it? It's that... It's, it, you know, all the all the different staff there, the office there, everything. I mean, if it's an office, that's pretty bloody good. Um, for two and a half million for retail space and stuff, or office space. It's pretty good. South Park. You have stapler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Safe Park. Uh, the license for this includes the license for Safe Park and the license for the Safe Park Stick of Truth, uh, the up and coming Safe Park game, went for three million uh, I think this was a bargain. Um, a million for a game that's not out yet. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's a bit of a bargain. Park license as well. It's a license that's yeah. been around for a while. Um, and that was bought by Ubisoft. So good for those guys. Uh, I think it's a good. I think that's a bargain. Though. I think that is a Billy bargain. Yeah. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. Um, e- Evolve. Uh, haven't really released anything yet. I don't think. Uh, Total in development at Turtle Rock Studios. What Turtle Rock? Same familiar. What have they done? Uh, I am consulting the internet. I think what's interesting now, Turtle Rock put a bid in as well on that. Turtle Rock had something to do with Valve. They were acquired by Valve and then they later went independent. Oh, Turtle Rock, didn't they? Weren't they the ones who did Left 4 Dead? They, they did a, the original yeah. Left 4 Dead developer. Port of Counter Strike. So they that were, would explain yeah. why they went for so much. Um, but Turtle Rock. Uh, were bought up by Take Two, which is interesting because Take Two don't fuck about with who they buy. No, 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 no. Evolve is the is the IP. Evolve is the IP ah, which is in right. Turtle Rock yes, Studio. Right. In development at and, Turtle Rock. And Turtle Turtle Rock yeah, tried yeah. to buy it themselves, but they only had two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is sad if they're making a game and obviously someone yep. else has bought the but license for it. Yeah. That's as Bob the business businessman will tell you. That's the way shit works. Uh, Tag yeah. two, I bought it for ten point eight million. Now, I would I would hazard a guess they're still going to want Turtle Rock Studios to finish making this game on on base, but oh, yeah. they'll obviously get all the license fees yeah. for it. So they're paying their wages, but they get the profits from the game. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, Volition, uh, incorporate, incorporated, Inc. Blah 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 blah. They make Saints Row, uh, and they yeah. are apparently working on the sequel to Saints Row. Bought up by a developer that I didn't expect to buy this IP. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it, it looks like Ubisoft were, were were ready to take a lot of these um, franchises with them, but they didn't win this one. This went to Deep Silver. Also known as the people that published Dead Island. Well, oh. that's not strictly true. It sort of isn't. It isn't because uh, it was actually bought by Cock Media, and they own what? quite a Cock Media, Co- or Koch Media, Coke Media, Coke, Coke Media. It's probably I don't know. Koch. I like the idea of it being Cock Media. Yeah. K-O-C-H. What should we name our company? Cock. <laughs> Look, I'm looking at my ding dong. I know. Let's we'll call it Media. Take. Let's uh, not they, do that. Cock me, they, yeah, fine, whatever, let's go. They own Deep Silver, so that's their game division. So I don't know whether Volition will be blended with Deep Silver or whether they'll keep them as two separate entities, um, but it's owned by the same people. That was bought by for, for twenty-two million. 
Yeah. What yeah. a fucking bid that was. Uh, back I've got to say, was Ubisoft's, Ubisoft's was barely anything, yeah. was it? 5.4 million. They must say was willing to depart for that. Um, Metro, um, of course, the, the, they're, they're in the works of making the the next Metro game, Last Light. Uh, yeah. We're also bought by Cock Media, as Stu calls them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Million. Um, and the backup wasn't too far. It was 5.1 million was by Ubisoft. But Cox got there first. Um, Cox I've got to say, first. I've got to say, again, I feel like that's a, a, a not a bargain, but a Metro's got a quite strong IP. And they've only obviously bought the IP, not the actual developers, but it's just, the again, the license for the IP, isn't it, and the, and the actual game. Um, Up front. Mm. Which looks Speaking of strong IPs. The future for Homefront looks shady. However, um, it looks like it's going to happen now because Crytek have now bought the rights for Homefront um, for a bargain price of $544,000. I don't know. Crytek uh, isn't known for running an IP into the ground. Well, you know, Far Cry 3. Yeah. So they, uh, they, they kind of know what they're doing uh, in terms of some of the games, but... You know, there's not so much crisis, for example. So that's where all the IPs have gone. Uh, um, I was just going to say, the only I've just noticed at the bottom of the um, Cock Media uh, thing, there's actually a statement from them where they're saying Cock Media. <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm assuming oh. it's Coach Media, is it? Or Cock? Cock? I don't know. Anyway, is this the tweet? I'll that, just keep... the, the, Is this the tweet? Yeah, Co- Coach Media or Cock Media and Deep Silver will roll out future plans for each franchise in the coming months. So they obviously are going to be working with Deep Silver with with both of those. Yeah. yeah. So, and that we yeah, we are so excited to be cooperating with Volition and 4A Games on a future for Saints Row and Metro that is faithful faithful to their franchises. But Metro Last Light is almost done from what yeah, I can get. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm sure a lot of these games are like half done, three quarters done. Yeah. So anyway, uh, in other news, uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist collectors. Whoa, 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 whoa. you what? you missed you missed a big bit about all of this because one company that everybody thought would get bought by someone didn't even get a single bid, did he? Which one was that? Vigil Games that made Darksiders. Nobody wanted it. Really. really? Are they yeah, not yeah, no. the price that they were asking for? No, no one bid on it. No one there was wasn't a single bid on it. Somebody like will buy that silly. up. Yeah. Well, you'd like to hope so, but nobody. Somebody will buy that. That's a they, they, that's a decent developer there. They're making some yeah, decent stuff. Somebody will buy them up. Somebody go. Oh yeah, we should bid for those. Yeah, and the only other one was WWE. Didn't get bought by anyone either. So the wrestling games. That's, that's strange. Oh, the Escapist says Crytek Form Studio from Darksiders Studios Ashes. No, no, maybe there are. Entity placed a bid on the studio. Uh. No, nobody wanted it. But hey ho, there you go. But yeah, it's been kind of a busy week for THQ. Different story. THQ has been sold and stripped apart for all its parts. Um, Splinter Cell Blacklist Collector's Edition has been uh, revealed. Do we know what this is? It's quite an interesting one. Uh huh. Um, Collector's editions of. I've, I've had this thing about kind of trumping each other now, especially like Call of Duty games. You know, you get a remote control car, night vision goggles, um, and all sorts of shit. Uh, this is going to be um, interesting. So it's a remote control plane 
that looks a lot like a drone. So um, I believe Barack Obama has uh, ordered uh, 17 of these. <laughs> yeah, uh, for some future use. Um, yes, so you, list. <laughs> so you get one of those. Um, other news, J.J. Uh, Abrams. By the way, just He always just does talking. this. I mean, I'm on only, and he goes, by the way. I'm only, no, because oh. there was only something I've just remembered from this week. But, you know, talking about uh, things that people include with collector's editions. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you see what... Um, uh, Dead Island Riptide's included in their collector's edition. That's that they've actually taken back now and said they're not yeah, going to issue it anymore. Torso of boobs. <laughs> a torso of a woman, oh, <laughs> like yeah, a zombie that, woman. That's ridiculous. And they put off the shelves because it was still. Uh, they felt it was too grotesque. It's <laughs> pretty. Uh, it's pretty stupid to be fair. Uh, right, J.J. Abrams and Gabe Newell to duel uh, in Dice 2013 opening keynote. J.J. Uh, Abrams, uh, prolific film director and dual wielder of beloved franchises, will headline the opening keynote of 2013 DICE uh, Summit along with Valve co-founder Gabe Newell. The Star Wars slash Star Trek director um, will bring his cinematic perspective and flair to a discussion entitled Storytelling Across Platforms. Who benefits most, the audience or the player? Uh, so that's interesting that Mr. JJ is, is going yeah. to, the, to the scene. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this because I was meaning to mention this in the sort of just random stuff at the beginning, but JJ Abrams and uh, doing the next Star Wars films, what do you reckon about that? Then? That's a perfect. I'm looking forward perfect, to that. Perfect fit. Like, that's like the, the first signs of something positive about Star Wars. You know that? Yeah. Because JJ Abrams is. Uh, has, has done some fairly good stuff. I know you didn't like Super ha- Super Eight, Duke. You didn't really like that one, but I liked it. Uh, I love that film. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it feels like he's going to do it justice. And he was more of a Star Wars fan than a Star Trek fan. And I believe R two D two made it into Star Trek as one part of like the junk. There's loads of junk flying in space, and one of pe- one of the pieces of that junk was R two D two, because JJ was a Star Wars fan. Um. <laughs> So that's interesting. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good, man. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, it's going to do the do. Gears of War Judgment uh, Overrun demo, which is kind of like the, their new take on Horde mode. It's kind of Horde mode slash multiplayer weirdness. Uh, will be available on March the 19th. So... There you go with that. Uh, Stu, yeah. you're the Gears of War fan as well as I am. I do uh, like do you Gears care? of War. Is it too soon for a Gears of War? I think what's kind of interesting is that Gears of War don't normally do demos, do they? Or am I mistaken? Not really. The, I don't know, actually. I mean, we've had demos That's at Euro Games. Yeah, there's a Gears of War 3 beta, wasn't there? Yeah, but they've never done like an out-and-out demo. It really does feel like they're, they're rushing this one out because of the new console. You know, just before They don't want it to come out at the end of this year. Because of a new console, so they're trying to get this one out in a nice area at the, the the start of the year, so everyone can talk about it. But hey ho, I am I am interested in it, but I don't know. I don't I know. Feel like it's I, really, I feel like they could have delayed it a year, and I would have been on a new yeah. put it on a new Xbox, and I would have been happy. Because I was I was a bit down on two, but I enjoyed three. I love three. Right. Was I, think, I think three yeah. is like such a great game. So yeah, um, some sad news now. Uh, the composer for Heavy Rain. 
has sadly passed away age 56. Oh, wow. Um, Normand Corbell, I think his name, he pronounced his name, um, sadly died of uh, cancer at uh, mm-hmm. 56. He was working on Beyond Two Souls. Uh, and yeah, he's passed away. So that's very sad news that we don't often kind of cover. But you know, one thing I will say positively about Heavy Rain was the music was quite good. The music uh, was good. And, I remember that. And that music's lo- used on loads of TV shows and adverts and it other is. stuff. I've heard it. I've heard it in a lot of places. And I'm I'm sure they'll still use his work. Um, oh yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've finished it, but. Uh, yeah, he passed away on January the 25th. Aww, Not too long sad. ago. Very sad. Um, okay, so moving on. Um, blah, 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 blah. Homefront 2 purchased. La, 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 la. See the things. Xbox Surface fake story. Yeah, we need to talk about this because Duke sent the link to this. Um, Maybe Duke should take over? Yeah, Duke, tell us all about it. I don't remember this. Was this not you? Oh, no, it was. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so definitely you. Somebody used. had... Oh, yeah, okay. So this guy who set up a fake account uh, about Surface, talking about how he was spreading a rumor. He wanted to prove that the gaming industry journalism component is taken over by rumor and innuendo. So he set up this account that was like, I'm, on, I'm from Microsoft. And without anybody checking into stuff... He uh, he got all this coverage not only from this one like source that wasn't you know a big it's like a blog pocketlint.com okay but it was take it was picked up by Yahoo and CNET and Gizmodo and lots of other places and uh, it's kind of silly that these people didn't do any actual journalism they just followed the rumor that had been posted by pocketlint.com so it's pretty ridiculous and then he tells the whole story here about. You know, don't believe what you read, and uh, you know, here's the screenshots of his outbox and the email he sent, and all this stuff. And you know, I think it's important to point out that, like, you know, a lot of rumors people pick up on them, you know, and a lot of these websites are focused only on being first, you know, and never mind the actual work of doing the journalism to find out whether it's true or not. A lot of these sites aren't doing that work. They're just focused on, you know, spreading the rumor as quickly as possible. And that's messed up. Yeah, no, it, it is, but God, Lord. I mean, come to the UK and look at any of the tabloid press. Oh, sure. It's they, not just about they don't, games. That's true. They don't care whether stuff's true or not. They just want a story, you know. They're, they're that's not wrong. about that. That's messed up. And and it's exactly the same because if you pick up every if there's something big supposedly happened or there's some huge rumor or whatever, you pick up every newspaper that day and they're all running that story in some form or another. You know, they all run the same story. That's how it that's they that's should, journalism. They should only run general. stuff that's true. I mean there ought to well, become yeah. that's how a journalism ought to be, don't you think? I think it is, but that doesn't sell newspapers, does it? Uh, all right, it gets Bob. people to no, it's true though. As much as Bob would totally well, agree with Yeah, Bob. but it's it, we should demand better. Like we should we demand better games, whatever Bob thinks. We also should demand better journalism. I don't disagree. I don't Good. disagree with what you're saying. But um, I can. I mean, you know, 
that's the people like to be you know and especially at the moment is there's lots of sort of rumors and god knows what flying around about the new consoles coming out so any little thing that someone comes up with then people are going to run it because they're like and they, they'll just put the big rumor tag on it you know to sort of say it's a rumor is no based in any fact but it would be cool if it was i mean we quite often discuss stuff like we did last week didn't we the supposed elite specification i mean that was probably just some dude like this who did that you know, but we like to speculate and we like to say, yeah, that could be true, or maybe it's not going to be true. And and how often do any of these rumored leaked footage of whatever new console it is come true? They never do, do they? Very rarely. Well, very rarely. Yeah, that's true. I'm with you. You know, it's very rarely. Um, I, so think I don't know. At least we should demand that they put like according to a rumor on this thing. But very often it's like, oh, this is probably happening, and then it's not acknowledged that it's just a rumor. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. We're as bad because we feed that, well, sure. don't we? Because yeah, because we go there and we click on it and we put it on Facebook or we tweet it or whatever it may be, and and we're feeding those people. And if we didn't feed those people doing it, then they wouldn't do it, would they? Maybe not. You know, we wanted proper editorials where someone takes time to actually write about something. You know, then then they would do that if they you know didn't have anything else. But when it's a slow news week, and especially in January is the worst month of the year, isn't it, for gaming news and stuff? And there's not a lot of stuff coming out, so people just tend to. Do whatever. Yeah, I guess, but they shouldn't. Journalism ought to be a job where you go and look up facts. I guess. What do you think, Ginny? What's your take on all this stuff? Um. Yeah, we do jump on things very quickly, don't we? Oh yeah. I think sure. everybody is kind of guilty for this, though. Um, especially you, Stu. You love rumors and shit. I love rumors. Yeah, though. I love, like, I love I the Xbox has got a fucking head in it. Yeah, but then to a certain extent, we're quite balanced because I'll go, ah, this is, sounds cool, and you go, yeah, it's a lot of shit. Uh, <laughs> so we're balanced. We, balance we are balanced in that sense. We are. We are. Yeah. You know, you know just saying. Just saying. Yeah. So, the Rogers so, Guild of America. Oh, this was it. We missed this was on last week's, but we never got around to talking about this. This is just the craziest shit ever. Um, no, I know why this is without even reading. But um, uh, the Rogers Guild of America uh, um, nominates 007 Legends and neglects The Walking Dead is the title of this story. Yep. Uh, so they did some nominations for, uh, I don't know what the criteria was. Oh, it's best, best, supposedly best game writing. Best, best yeah. written game, whatever. And yeah. some of the nominations were 007's Legends... Well, we all know that because we've all played it, right? Uh, written by yeah. Bruce Thurstein from Activision. Assassin's Creed 3, a uh, story by Ale- Alex Hutchinson. Um, got a, well, that's about, about 15 Yeah, people. well, yeah, that's Ubisoft, <laughs> isn't it? Um, Assassin's Creed 3, Liberation. Uh, written, script writing written by uh, Richard Fares and Jill Murray and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Disney Epic Mickey, The Pair of Two. Um, written by some dudes and girls or whatever. Uh, Halo 4, some... Some guys in there. Uh, Uncharted, Golden Abyss. Um, all classics, of course. Uh, now, and, and everybody's um, up in arms because one of the best games of the year last year wasn't nominated, which is The Walking Dead. And uh, the reason for this, I'm assuming, if I read... Yep. Right, yeah. So if the reason for this is you have to be a member of the Reuters Guild of America to be applicable uh, to so be eligible games are uh, eligible because so the writers of the walking dead are probably not members 
of the writers uh, of the um, Writers Guild of America. Also, there's also I'm reading here is you have to be released. The, the game has to be released between the first of December 2011 to the 30th of November 2012, which is why Far Cry 3 is out of the equation as well. Oh. So um, that's the way the cookie crumbles with that one. Um, there's the, it, it happens with kind of some some not many now uh, TV shows and films where the writers aren't in this membership. And they could be, you know, some of the best films ever, but they're not a member. So, but a lot of people, a lot of writers joined this um, group in 2008 because of the writer strike, saying they they could be eligible for the the rights that they. See, get that's the that. thing, man. It's sort of a smart way to get more writers into the guild. Is be like, you could win this award. Yeah, you should be in it. Then you can win. And that's why that is. Yeah, gotta be in it to win it. Um, yeah. Uh, the Last of Us is a game that we like. Um, oh, yeah, it looks good. Uh, looks good. And it's coming. There's a demo coming uh, if you get God of War Ascension. But hold your horses there, Duke. Don't run hold out and buy God of War yet. Um, oh, no. You don't get access to the demo as soon as you buy God of War. It's a kind of um, Splinter Cell Conviction Ghost Recon deal where you'll get access to the demo when they fucking let you download the yeah. demo early. Earlier. So you'll, early. you'll probably get like a week of some bullshit um, early access to the Last of Us demo if you buy God of War Ascension. It really is a song of the times. God of War uh, no longer sells units for the PlayStation. The Last of Us will be selling units for the PlayStation. Um, yeah, so... I don't, I don't like this. I don't, I, it leaves a bit of a bad God of War, Yeah, but the Last of Us demo will come out for everyone. Eventually. That's what I mean. I mean, but this is just a, a very blatant way of trying to sell more copies of God of War. And I don't know. I don't like this. What was it that you got? Out, when you, if you bought Crackdown, you got access to something buying that. Was it Halo 3? Halo 3 beta. That yeah, was, was right. the of the, uh, the whole beta craze of this generation. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I mean, and it's right. an obvious um, ploy to, to sell the game. Um it doesn't really offend me because I feel like the demo is going to come to us anyway. Like, if I'm not going to buy God of War Ascension, I want to rent it. Um, I also feel like, and this, the demo this will is will be there frust- a week later, two weeks later. So I don't. That's not what what frustrates me about this. It, to me, it demeans God of War. It almost says like, oh, well, maybe this game's not going to be that great. But if you get it, you can get this demo for a game that's going. But to there was really a game good. that did that with one crackdown like that. Has it had the Halo oh, Three? We just said that. We just said oh, that. We I'm not paying attention. Were you listening? You're playing Sorry. Bloody Skyrim again, you. Was I what? There's a, there's a game that does that. Um, I think Crackdown did it. And... <laughs> what about Crackdown? Did that do it? <laughs> yeah, I don't like that because I think it. And, and again, Crackdown was actually quite a good game, but your perception was it wasn't very good because they were bundling something that they knew everybody wanted. So, but that if way. that if that's what it takes to get the game into more people's hands. Yeah, I'm Although, not saying it's going to be a bad a game. Specific example for that: lots of people are going to be buying God of War anyway. So that's what I mean, and you know, it just seems a bit sort of makes you wonder whether it is a good game or whether it's going to be a bit iffy. I don't know. It's very, it's an odd thing for me. I don't, I don't quite get it. I don't quite. Get well, it. I mean, if nothing, I mean, it certainly is a, it's a matter of money. They're just trying to boost sales, aren't they? Oh yeah, for sure. So I don't know that that necessarily cheapens the game. It's just a marketing ploy. It's an annoying marketing ploy, no doubt, but. Uh, 
If it only delays, it, if, you know, it's just a matter of a week. I don't know that it really affects me either way. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, and is that it for this week's news? Um, no, there's one more little tidbit that I'll uh, oh, like that. get into. Cliffy B, uh, he's, uh, he's kind of coming back. A little bit. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. So Cliffy B uh, left Epic Games. Cliffy B is famous for... He's the game designer. He used to be the game designer. Epic Games. Famous for, famous for Gears of War and Unreal Tournament. But let's face it, Gears of War. Um, so he's uh, he's gone on holiday. He's uh, he's come back. And he got a bit of a tan. And now he's twiddling his thumbs. And this is what he said. Quote, one of the main things I've been considering is opening my own studio. He told Venture. Oh, that's a good told. idea. Only he yeah, had one like Epic Games. Yeah. Um, I want to be creative in some sort of fashion. I'm a pretty smart designer who has a good sense of, and a good track record, but useless. Um, but unless, sorry, but unless I'm surrounding myself uh, with my Avengers, I'm useless. Uh, the thing I think is, that's I, I to the video, uh, comics series. I think so. Uh, the thing is, I would want to get back into the AAA space eventually, but the last thing I would want to do, no offence meant to 38 Studios, um, is uh, to do what those guys did and throw 300 bodies at it. So he's talking about like a slow, gradual workup. So he's kind of like starting again. Um, yeah. But he has the added advantages. He's Cliffy B. Uh, so if he, if someone you know, catches wind that, like, hey, I'm Cliffy B, I'm starting a studio... Um, I'm guessing that gets him money a lot more easily. He gets him staff a lot more easily and yeah. contacts a lot more easily. So he started again, um, but it's not going to be so humble beginnings as he had before. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, he also goes on to say, uh, starting a small independent studio, quote, has its strengths, uh, but means working your butt off for nothing like a AAA exposure. Um, the sort of thing he's used to uh, and the sort of thing he likes. I'm not going to lie. Uh, doing Gears of War, I loved the large-scale aspect of it. Um, we could leverage Microsoft to get uh, the American Chopper TV special and have big launch events to see our ads on TV during Monday Night Football. That level of re- relevance comes along with being a triple-A game. So, But to be honest, I think he's going to have like the Peter Molyneux effect of Whatever he's doing will be big. Yeah. Because he's Cliffy Bay. I think I think there will be an element to that. Um, and, I also, think, also I, he's very good at what he does. So people will be interested. I don't think he's looking for investors, though. I think he wants to go it alone and obviously own his own company. I don't think he wants people giving him money. I think he wants to... Yeah, but to, like, uh, when, you, when you start up any studio, you, you, you will you're get you, some money. You, you will get some money from somewhere. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. No, but he's not—he's not, he's not willing to be bought out by EA. No, I think he'll wanted to do it on his own terms. You yeah, know what of I mean? course. I'm, I'm, and and people will do it because it's him. Yeah, I have high hopes. And he, have... first of all, people that don't know who Cliff Bozinski is will be interested in his game because it will probably be very appealing because he knows what to do. He's very good at what he does, and yeah. um, the, the the people like us that follow the games industry will be also interested in what he does because it's it's the name. So he's got nothing to worry about. He'll be fine. Yeah, the the story goes into more detail, but as long as he doesn't come up with like a really dumb idea for a game, like oh, there's a box and you chip at a box. And yeah, so it can't be any worse it's than a, that. And he gets enough cute as it is. 
Yeah, he does. How's the cube doing these days? I don't know. I've not been on it for a long time. <laughs> Said everybody who ever played it ever. I don't know. I went, you know, I guess people are still tapping. I reckon but, you know. someone in use office days just commence of him just tapping furiously at his fucking own game. Going, what? Do you know what, what though? Right now, that's you, Peter. No. Do you know what though? I I think that he didn't really give a crap about the cube really because it was for him it was it was all about this Kickstarter for Godos, wasn't it, or whatever, you know, Godos or whatever he's calling it. Um, and he, he got his, he got thing his... in the box would change the world. That well, indicates he, that he's invested in it. He's, do you know what, though? He's right, because he's giving him his money to make his game he's always wanted to make about God games. It changed things, my you know. world. In the, in yeah, my, changed which I mean, his, I got money. It changed his world because he got him his money, you Change. know, and what have you. So there you go. I get there money. Money I got. Is that it? Is that, that it? Is it for Chinese news everything? shit? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I want to just add one one small thing. Oh, you might. Small thing. Yeah, it's only a quick one. Uh, Daisy uh, is yeah, Gene Hall this. is given, boring. He's giving us up there, but it looks cool, man. How cool is right, that? Let, oh, can, let me give you the chinny version of this story. You can swipe it from side you. to side and everything. Right. And it's cool. Right. Oh, it's like a window. It's cool. It's cool. You, after I say this, you can say whatever the fuck you want about this game, right? Uh, let me give you the chinny version of this news. They've updated Daisy and leaked some screenshots. It looks better. It does. Volumetric lighting, oh my it's, god. Which means nerd stuff. It looks it's good, man. Volumetric lighting. lighting. Like anybody it gives, gives a shit. It's to give it more realism and realistic shadowing and it stuff like that. What does it what does that mean? What happens? What's the difference? It looks like a it looks like a more realistic Stuart, Please world. stop whining about minor aesthetic details. So you'll be So you'll be don't know. You, you, just say you don't know. You'll be more engrossed in the world. You'll feel like you're really good. I thought it was all about gameplay when it came to that stuff. I mean, it's going to be both. It's everything, man. It's everything. Yeah. It's about all-encompassing and being in there, man. Is it coming to Xbox? All-encompassing. Potentially, yes. Encompassing. That's when I'll care. Potentially. Uh, Rightio. So, that being said, it's time for some emails. It did indeed. It did indeed. Okay, first one is from Sean Anderson. Okay, and hey Sean, hey Sean, is entitled this email Sing Star. Hey Chinny, he says, hey Chinny, stop stomping all over Stu's singing ambitions. He has, he has the potential to be a great singer. Keep on keeping it, Stu. Keep on keeping on. Keep on singing. That's what he wants. He wants more singing from me. You see, pissing me off. He knows a good voice when yes, he is. He sucks. Oh, I'm saying. Um, next one. That was it. Thanks, by the way. Yeah, so, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, stop stop but, stopping um, on my No. Problem. No, that's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> uh, anyway, next one is from Antonio, Antonio Phillips. Phillips. Yeah, yeah. And he's entitled this. Was... Kenny, now this is a spoiler-filled email. Okay. Uh-oh. So, I should play the sound effect. So, spoilers. I was going to tweet this, but... <laughs> spoilers for what game? Spoilers, The Walking Dead. Ah. Okay, so it is quite spoilerific, this, to be fair. So I've, I think we're going to one is there. So fast forward, about a minute should be more than enough. More than enough, I would have thought, a couple of minutes. 
Uh, anyway, he says this. Uh, I was going to tweet this, but spoiler problem. I just wanted to tell you this. I don't mind if it's on the podcast, but meh. Uh, you lot believe... Oh, God, here we go. Big spoilers here. Big spoilers. Fast forward now. Fast forward now. Pull out your earphones right now. Warning. Warning. You lot believe Kenny could be alive. And yes, there is a possibility in both scenarios. But in both scenarios, you hear chomping. And I guess they could be eating Ben. But Kenny has, cor- has been cornered. Plus, he wanted to die since he heard Ben's speech and felt sorry. In the other scenario, he was on his own. You hear chomping and let zombies eat each other. Kenny screaming. Plus, he was at the edge of a tall fucking building. That's what I think. That wasn't a rant. But when I was listening to the spoiler show, cheers, Stu. Uh, I wanted to shout out from the rooftops. By the way, I thought Kenny was awesome and Lily can go fuck herself. Thanks, G. Oh, yes. damn. I know. This is my first email in about a year. I'm more of a Twittery guy. Um, Kenny's alive. I'll bet the money on it. Well, there may be some interesting stuff in my interview regarding oh, that. Very teaser for the interview. Nicely done. I know. I know. You don't see somebody die? Uh, I love just as something interesting was said in the interview. That's all I'm saying. I can't tell you anymore because you spoil the interview. Listen to the interview. Uh, that's it now. If, you, if you're back with us, that's it. Spoilers on The Walking Dead if you've not played it yet. And if you haven't played it yet, then you're just stupid anyway. You should have played it by now. It's such an amazing game. What the hell were you thinking? Now, the next email. This one's kind of funny. This one's kind of funny. Is this from Richard Primrose? It is now. But it's funny for a reason, right? I've seen this picture everywhere on my Twitter feed. I have no, no, but but what make it, what makes this particularly funny, right, is that I received this email and it said country and western chitty. Being as Mike is maintaining radio silence on this subject on Twitter, I thought I'd send an image to you. I had to risk the wife's wrath last night when I jumped off the sofa during American Idol and stuck the Virgin box on pause and took this picture. What do you and you think of the likeness? Regards the outed Idol viewer, Rich, right? And I've got to. Say, he does have a look of you, right? But this is what the this is this that's not the funniest thing. The funniest thing is this as I read this email, we were watching this episode of American Idol on the TV. So as I was reading the email, this guy came on what we were watching on the TV. How weird was that? So I'm just saying. So as he sent it me, I was actually watching it. So so this picture of you. There you go. I, uh, I look nothing like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> It does have a look of you. It does. <laughs> have you seen this, Duke? Have you seen it on Twitter or oh, anything? I don't think so. In a minute, in a minute, in a minute. Um, let me, let me uh, send it to you by email and have a quick look. Here we go. I'm, I'm just sending it to you now. Okay. So you can have a look, right? Stu, you, you want to know what I'm playing right now? What are you playing right now? Take a guess. Space Team. Right, I'm sharing it with you now, right? It's gone. It's, it's been shared with you, so have a look at that. Tell me what you think. Anyway. I will look at it when it shows Shoot, up. From... What do you think I'm playing right now? Uh, Deadly Premonition. No. On the, ah. on the phone. Score. Oh. Classic goals. Score. Score. Classic goals. No. How can you be playing the team thing without anyone else? Sir? I'm not. Oh, you're not playing Space Team. What are you playing then? Curiosity. <laughs> oh. What? Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> you know why? Because I was curious how stupid this game was. It is very stupid. It is very stupid. I don't have any email here. Do it. Send it. No, it's on instant messenger on oh, email. Oh, Skype. I thought you were sending it on email. No, no, no. It's on the Gmail, but on the you know on the instant messenger. Oh, I might have sent it on. Just a minute. Let me try it. Let's it's just send the it. Instant messenger. No, I no. think you sent it. No, on the G on the circle of friends thing. What the fuck uh, are you talking about? Oh, just a minute. I'll just forward it to you. Just forward it. Just do yeah. it forward type. 
Hit it. Well, I'll do it. Sure, but Saw it. something cool on the Twitter the other day. Wink didn't smile and sent it to my way. Couldn't figure out what I had to say, so I sent it on the forwarded. It's done. I've done it now. Okay. Anyway, moving on. We all do. Here it is. I got it. Country and Western Chinny. That kind of looks like him a little tiny no, bit. No, it not. doesn't. For fuck's sake. Does look, it a little a tiny bit, bit if you squint. It does. It does. Actually, when he came on, I'm like, what's Chinny doing in America? Right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next one is from Jason. <laughs> That's him. Uh, and this is entitled Chinny Gets a Sex Change. Ooh. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, Depeche Mode's violated the cure's disintegration, or the blood flowers, the Sundays, or Pearl Jam's 10. Richard, touch faith. I'll never figure out which album. Why can't I take my iPod? Uh, Red Dead Redemption would be my game. Better yet, Deadly Premonition. For the movie, any movie with Marissa Tomei in, she's one fine actress. Imagine you're a deer. Baker's Baker's Crest, the Xbox indie developer from here in Texas, has done it again. Check out Avatar Football on the indies. Oh, well, we need to do that, actually. I should have done that game. game. Yeah, maybe do that. I played American Football and all your avatars were there. It was awesome. Uh, Retro City Rampage rocks. The cave demo was cool. I like the twins. Dead Space and Metal Gear demo were crazy. Uh, get that God of War game pre-order if you want to play the Last of Us demo. Yeah, well, if you can wait till they like, allow you to play it. So, Chini just announced over the Overseas Connection that he's going to have a sex change. I just thought I'd put that out there. Maybe make a love connection. He also has been trying to paint his picture, and he isn't interested in any of the games that Stu plays. But he is. Otherwise, he's a sex change. Yeah. I like it, I like it. But he is. Otherwise, he wouldn't bother. But he is so intrigued. He has to. There you go. Shoo, I thought you were Big Daddy Splash, but you didn't stand up to Chini at all when he was taking the piss out of the Holy Grail that is deadly premonition. I don't know. I defended it a I bit. I think you defended it enough as much as yeah, fucking, yeah, he, he really can defend that terrible, anymore. terrible, awful piece of shit. No, I defended it as much as I could within the realms of being realistic. <laughs> Look, Chini, you should have waited for the updated version that's coming out that has better controls. Hopefully you just went ahead and gave up on the game because honestly you don't deserve to play such a wonderful game. That is until you accept that this is an old school type game with crappy controls that is otherwise so perfect. It is the funniest game I have ever played. I laughed all the way until the end. But don't go on playing it, Chini. You wouldn't be able to beat the final two bosses anyway. When you admit it's a gaming nirvana, then you deserve its pleasures. But I wish you would admit it because you would love one of those... He's just said... Oh yeah, it's a classic game. Which that's why it's just it's trying to justify why it's terrible. It's like no, yeah. it, it came out in 2010. I'll judge it by 2010 standards. Thank you very much. Pa. But I, but I wish you would admit it because you would love one of the police officers in the game for sure. Just saying. So go on, play Saw. Oh wait, you already did. Yeah. Great controls that game. Great story. You self-admittedly loved it, especially the condom bit. I don't get it. You play old shitty games all the time. I guess haters are going to hate. But be a little more open-minded, Chinny. Anyone on the fence about this game? Wait for the new edition. The controls will be better and you will thank me. One of the greatest games ever. Jason Gollaher. I should say that Seth McNitt is working on a piece for the website 
about the THQ thing, and it'll probably be up by the time people hear this. So, what? Read it. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Now then, I have to say uh, we haven't had an email off IP for a while, and we've got one this week. It's a, and it's a whopper. It's a whopper, and it's got, it's a, got a quite a good discussion point in my opinion. So I think we've got to give this some time. So, Juki, you ready for this? I guess so. Here we go. It's entitled The Future. The Future. The year so this is how it begins. The year 3000. This is how it begins. I'd like to tell you guys about a little problem that I have. First of all, though I need to somehow convince you of my dislike for PC gaming. To me, a PC is a tool for productivity and it will never be as good as gaming as a system designed primarily for this purpose. I'm not talking visuals because we all know that PCs currently rape the shit out of current-gen consoles when it comes to minor aesthetic details. I'm talking about the fact that developers know exactly what spec they are creating software for, which is something the PC will never, ever have and something consoles benefit from massively. Now, although I agree with him to some extent, I think with the invent- uh, the advent sorry, of Steam and the potential Steam box, I think that's going to change. No. Uh, I think it will. I think it will. Because uh, I think PC's they will... always moving the goalposts. No, 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 but I think developers nope. are going to be developing no, for... Oh, you didn't hear me. Sort of upscaling. No, it won't. We'll see. Nope. We'll see. Anyway, back right, to my problem. on this. So, so, so let's, let's get this straight. So what he's saying is he hates PCs for gaming, hates them with a passion, and it shouldn't happen, yeah? But... But, anyway, back to the problem. Over the next year, I'm going to sell everything I own and get into massive debt to buy the best gaming PC I can possibly buy. <laughs> With all of the bells and whistles, water cooling systems, dual graphics cards, excessive RAM, solid state, everything. From that moment onwards, I'll spend every waking second on the PC. You might be wondering what will cause this massive U-turn in my gaming habits. But the answer is very simple. Oculus Rift. Finally, we have the opportunity to be fully immersed into the games we love. Full HD stereoscopic 3D display covering 100% of our vision and ultra-low latency. Head tracking means we will be able to finally feel what it is like to be inside of a game. This will literally end my life. The whole purpose of my life will be to spend as much time as possible plugged into a world where I'm no longer suppressed by taxation and illogical social pressures. It will become a case of fuck everything, fuck people, fuck leaving the house, and fuck the new Xbox. The hell are you it's talking kind of, about? It's kind of scary to think what my life will become. <laughs> now, Duke, now, Duke, before you go judging me and saying it'll never happen to you, let me tell you a secret. Oh, it'll totally happen to me. Come closer to your headset I'm, for a second. I'm very close. Skyrim blows. Oh, See, it's just crazy. Are you on drugs? That must be it. But, drugs. But it has confirmed that they are adding support to this game for the Oculus Rift. Duke, you'll be able to be inside Skyrim. Hell yeah, dude. I'm inside Skyrim just, now, but you mean even more inside Skyrim. Just think about that. Inside Skyrim. How you feel now is how I felt when they confirmed the same for Mirror's Edge. Hell yeah. I... I need help, please. Keep up the great work, guys. I'm looking forward to experiencing this transitional time with you. I, Pete. So, Duke, got to ask you this question. So, VR, 
headset that'll allow you to feel like you're walking around in Skyrim. I don't know. I've tried some of those virtual reality things. I think they're always kind of silly. I don't I don't know they would add a lot to Skyrim, but I would try it, of course. This is right. All right, to put this into perspective, this is nothing like anything else that's ever been released. Yeah, that's what they say about everything. You say, yeah, you say that about everything as well. No, I'm only telling you. I'm only telling, <laughs> I'm only telling you what it says on the box, okay. written by the PR consultants. No, not at all. No, not at all. This has this has been. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Have you have you oh, actually God, seen not the, in the PR department who said that it's like nothing you've ever seen before? Have you seen the Oculus Rift? No, I haven't seen the Oculus Rift. It does look kind of cool. It does. Well, it might be kind of cool, but I'm skeptical about it being completely unlike anything you've seen before. And and the biggest thing that that makes this different to anything that's come before it is that it it's the head tracking. The fact that it can actually almost do one-on-one head tracking. I think that's cool, but uh, we'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it. Like, whatever. I'm always very skeptical about this stuff. And also, in addition to that, the frame rate speed of that, you know what, because the issue they've had before, when you head track, what happens is you move your head and then the, the, obviously the camera catches up with your movement. Yeah. Uh, in, in this, it is almost one-on-one. So when you look around inside of the game, you, it will be like you're looking around. See, and I also worry a little okay. bit, and I'm, I know it's silly for me to say this because I'm always parked in front of the computer, Xbox, whatever, holding the controller, headset on, looking silly. But I think I'd look really silly if I had a helmet on. It's well. It but does look again, like it. Well, maybe if I were to try it, I'd be like, "This is the best thing ever." I'm never taking this helmet off. Yeah, I guess. But thingy, uh, it was John Carmack, wasn't it? Was twittering on about it. Was it a CES or whatever when it was announced? Uh-huh. Uh, and he was trying it out, and he's and he said he's tried many, many headsets over the years. You know, VR headsets that are meant to do what they're supposed to. Do. But basically, all you're looking at is like a 50-inch TV screen within the headset. So it's like walking around with a TV on your head. Uh, whereas what this does is, is actually wrap the whole of the world around you. So yeah. rather than just looking at a TV screen, you're right. actually looking oh, at... Oh, sure. I understand the nature of the difference. So that's... I mean, it sounds like it could be cool, but I'm just... I don't know that that's... That's not something that's ever really felt essential or like that's what I really want. You know, like I'm fine with things being on a screen because in a way I like the distance. I like not actually being cut off from the rest of the world. You know what I mean? I think I would be, I mean, there might be things that, like I say, it's possible I'll play it. I'll be like, this is wonderful. I really want this. But I think there's something to be said for having that distance so you can step away from it. Or, you know, if the Duchess wants to ask me a question with that, I would need to like, hang on, pause the game, take the helmet off. What? Whereas with Skyrim now, I could just be like, pause. Yeah. So how much, right? Okay. Now, how much? I say that, but she might have a different perspective. If I have to ask anything. You're a ham in the middle of fighting this dragger death lord. Blah. How much do you think this is gonna cost? Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars, Chinny. Any ideas? One thousand six hundred seventy-eight dollars. One thousand. Chinny, just before I tell you, would you would you want to be in the game? Absolutely. Inside of fucking the game? no way. <laughs> Stupid. This will never take off bollocks. I don't know. It's bollocks. Now, for the developers' kit... Not wasting kit, any, more bre- any more my words on this shit. <laughs> so, for the developers' kit, right, which includes access to the actual headset and the Oculus SDK, you know, all the, the sort of stuff you need, the software, etc., is $300. $300. That's a great so bargain! I would, 
So I would imagine when it releases as a as a thingy one, it, you know, as an actual release, it'll probably be a bit cheaper than that. Now, do you know what he's saying? His greatest fear is when when it actually gets finally released. What's that? That he won't be able to meet demand for it. Yeah, yeah, but he, he EU problem. So many people are after this. We don't. He says you only well, made five of them. Well, that. Do you know what? Do you know what the hardest thing's going to be with this? Oh, right? what's the little man? This ain't going to end well. Do you know what's gonna? Do you know what the I hardest thing? I am God is? here. The hardest thing for me for this is not. It's like the Wii problem. Yeah. Because the only the only and it's like three. It's another like three D TV or three uh-huh. D cinema. Because the only way you know what it's going to be like is by actually experiencing yeah. it for yourself. That's when you realise how do you, I wasted my money. <laughs> how do you sell it? How do you advertise this? How do you show someone what it's like inside? Because I watched someone demoing this, and it was just them with the headset and going, "It's amazing," you know. And it's like, well, that doesn't. Because you've no idea what they're seeing. Crack. It doesn't tell you, does it? It doesn't tell you what it's actually like to be inside of the game. I mean, the only game that supports it, John Carmack was like, say, twitching, and, and Doom 3 BFG Edition is supported by this currently. So the, you can uh, demo and play for that whole game. That. I know, and it's not the best of games, but, you know, can you imagine playing, like, Portal, though, with this on? That would be so cool, to be inside of the test chambers or feel like you are inside of them. And also, the other thing I had thought about for this, which outside of gaming, right, and, you know, just just putting this out there, you know, for someone who's disabled or not able to travel the world, how cool would this be for someone like that who could go to Paris and see, you know, the Eiffel Tower? It could or go be to that sense. And, I mean, I don't want, again, I don't want to disregard the possibilities of it, but it also feels kind of like a gimmick that probably won't be as awesome as everybody hopes it will be. Well, I mean, the, I mean, I can only go off what people have said who've actually tried it out, and it's a little bit like the 3DS. That was another good example, wasn't it? The 3DS, because to to experience the 3DS, you had to be looking at it. It's true, and I it's mean, all, uh, and and that's an example where you didn't jump on that bandwagon, Stu. So, <laughs> yeah, I am interested. But speaking in this. of lawnmower man, I am God here. <laughs> now that's actually not from the movie. That's some guy no, on YouTube just saying that. That is Some weird. Um, yeah, I am interested in this, but I'm also I also think it's kind of a bit scary and I'm possibly a bit dangerous for people who do want to escape their real lives and end up sat there and die, yeah. not eating and drinking and stuff because they're inside of what I mean. It's bad enough now with stuff like Starcraft and stuff like that, isn't it? You know, if you're actually in the game, you know, you suddenly is that one step further. And also, I worry. Now people will get injured because they'll have this on and they suddenly start deciding to move around the living room and fall over or fall, you know, hit something. Or, you know. Is that? Yeah, there is that, that bit of weirdness. Um, so, yeah, so it, it does look cool, though. The job is never going to take off. Well, I don't know. Maybe it will. Mm, Maybe you'll be eating not. your words soon enough, Chinny. You may well be. You may well be. No, Okay. Final email. Walking Dead, it is entitled, and it's from Fumu, otherwise known as Fraser Moore. Fumu! <laughs> Yeah, from the Transatlantic Rant podcast. Yes. So, um, oh, by the way, he sent me a tweet saying that he had issues with Pamela this week as well, doing the stupid sort of out of sync thing. And I said to him, I think it's only happened two or three times in, you know, 300 shows, so it doesn't happen very often. It doesn't but, happen you know, very when, often. It does, when it does happen, though, it's proper annoying. Especially when you've got two people waiting for it. Absolutely. Anyway, he says this. I know there is a ton of love for The Walking Dead and how amazing it is for a downloadable game. Oh, 
now. But let's look at the fact that it was over five episodes, running at around $25 for the whole experience. Uh, for me, it wasn't. For me, it was free. Ka-ching! Thank you. Ka-ching! Uh, to what extent do you guys think that the line between downloadable games and retail games is going to cloud over in the next few years until it really doesn't exist at all? What is going to be the big separator cost per title? So, yeah, that's an interesting mm. uh, thing. Uh, uh, Arcade has already kind of blurred that to a certain extent. Not totally, but... Well, I mean, let's look at it this way, right? When the Xbox first released, what was an arcade title on the very first release was an arcade title like, I don't know. Geometry Wars. Um, yeah, Geometry Wars, Hexic, or, yeah, you know, Tempest. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I don't think Geometry Wars is a good example because that was actually a new IP made specifically it wasn't for a new that. IP. You're talking about, like, well, Q-Bird and, and, like, Pac-Man. Right, and was, all right, all right. It was out of bloody... Um, uh, the racing game, wasn't it? Um, Project Gotham Racing. No, is that right? Geometry Wars was a really old classic arcade game. Was it? I thought it was in Project Gotham and Racing. In fact, mini games. It was in Project Gotham Racing, but and in fact, um, uh, you could play the classic classic mode on Geometry Wars One of what it used to be like back in the day. But it was out of Project Gotham Racing. It was never in the arcade, like as in the, like an, a games arcade. I don't think. Sure, it was. Well, have a look. Have Probably a look, but I could, could help us out with this. Yeah, maybe, maybe Wikipedia could tell us the answer. Chinny's just tapping away, though. I know. So yeah. So anyway, that what I was referring to more like the you know the really stuff like Pac-Man or Galaxia or stuff that you would have found in arcades back in the day. You know, you know, quite crappy things. Sorry, Chinny. Yeah, According that. to Wikipedia, uh, Galaxy Geometry Wars is a mini game created by Bizarre as part of Project Gotham Racing Two for the Xbox. The in-game garage. Shit! Oh, wait, oh I yeah! No, I, wait, I was wrong. Garage. Isn't that how you say it? Yeah. No, garage. Garage. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Lori, the Duchess go. says. Well, for once I'm right, only saying. <laughs> Sometimes Stu but, is right. Sometimes Stu is right. <laughs> anyway, and, yeah, what I was trying to do was more like the crappy games for like, you know, they were charging 400 points for whatever it Donkey was, Kong, you know. That, well, not Donkey Kong. Yeah, no, I don't think they, had, they didn't have anything like that. But, have you know, Tempest and Galaga and... Yeah, yeah. crappy games. That, yeah, that were all right. crappy, hang on. No, we're all right, back in the... Rehash of old have, classic games. Things have changed yes, massively. Have. I mean, the cave is not... Uh, you know, like that at all. Cave is quite a sophisticated game. But as we've said about Limbo and other games, Trials HD is a good example of this. It fits the smaller model. You don't need a huge game for it, and you get a better value for money. I'm trying to think of the first game that I suddenly thought, you know, that that Xbox Live Arcade games were changing. You know, were becoming more like proper games. Castle Crashers opened up a lot of stuff. Yeah, Castle Crashers, that's a good choice, isn't it? What about you, Chief? Battlefield what, what 1943. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, that and was again, good smaller one. thing, cost less, but you still get a lot of good game for your money. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and I think, I mean, it's interesting. I was thinking, I was only thinking about this the other day before this email came in. You know, I remember some of our very early 035 shows having these huge arguments about games becoming downloadable and the fact that oh, sure. you would 
you wouldn't buy as many games on on sort of retail discs anymore and everything would be sort of just down and everyone poo-pooed it and went it's never going to happen because i want a physical disc well i think i know i can't speak for other people but i and i don't remember exactly what i said at the time but like my attitude was that i didn't want that because i like having the disc and i still there's something about that it's sad that you can't trade and switch games on steam once you play it for two seconds it's yours forever um, and that's a you know one of the regrettable things about it. But on the other hand, you're paying a lot less for more games. You get better value for money. It's more convenient. So there's ups and downs of everything. But also in addition to that, on uh, PS Plus this week, PS yep. Plus this week, Sleep done? Sleeping Dogs is free to download Damn. this week. Damn, Sleeping Dogs, man. Chinny, Damn. get PS Plus. You have no excuse not to play. Damn, Chinny. Let me ask you a question. Did you get did you get one of the free codes for yeah, three months? Yeah, I was busy when I got it. Did you have you used it yet? Nope. Well, now's the time because Sleeping Dogs is free to download on PS Plus. Nope. Why? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> He's busy tapping on the box. I'm a PS3. Uh, I don't know. I don't like you. It's free. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, his dislike for the PS3 is so deep that I don't like. I, I, I don't dislike. I don't dislike it. It's just that it's not connected to my TV anymore, and I've done away where the HDMI cable is, and <laughs> so uh, I can't like it, but it's too much work. And you couldn't pull the HDMI cable out of the back of the. No, HDMI because I use a component there. It's all connected to the capture thing. So, oh god, look, just freaking hell! I'm sure you can find your HDMI cable. Whatever, just bloody do it, man. It's free. Jesus, I know, god. but is it free? Of course it's free. Why it though, would it be free? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, what else? You've got three months of PS Plus for free. Sure, 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 sure. Is it, though? <laughs> yeah, there's always a cat today. find another cable. <laughs> there, is, there is no cat. It's just time. It takes time. Time is yeah, money. Yeah. Money costs money. Therefore, yeah. it's not free. Dollar no. Bill, y'all. <laughs> You're mental. So yeah, so that's that's free. Put it this on way. PS. Put it this way, Stu. If you pay ten fifty quid for a meal, yeah. or if you pay two pound for a meal, what do you expect yeah. to get for fifty quid for a meal? A good meal? Something. Something good, yeah. What do you good for two pounds? Uh, something good if you go to Mackey D's. No, like, something like, good in Mackey D's. I mean, tastes good, but not good. Yeah, it, t- it tastes good. It's, yeah. it's shit, really. It's, it's shit in a bud. So I'm just saying, if it's free. You know what I mean? You keep Mac- going with that. Look, look, whatever. whatever. But yes, my, my prediction is I think because of the advent of the way Steam is going, I think on the next Xbox when that comes out, I think it will be very much focused on either, focused on either streaming games or downloading games because that will cut out the second-hand market there and then. That'll be it, man. That's what I think they'll do. Game over, man. Game over. That's what I think is coming because... I, I would prefer that model and find I think most people would find that way more palatable rather than making the Xbox or the next PS, whatever that may be, um, lock a disc to that box so you can't trade it in anyway. I think people would be happier with, you know, paying for a downloadable game than, than doing all that shit. You know, and I think the PlayStation's already got a you know, a good thing with the PS plus thing anyway. You know, where you're getting tons of content for a a, a yearly fee. Yeah, that's a good model. Um, can I just say, this fucking tapping Q game is stupid. Anyway, that is that is it for email. So our predictions are that it will definitely be going more. Um, I don't know how they'll differentiate in price because, you know, 
traditionally the Xbox Live games and also PS PS uh, downloadable games have, have differentiated in price, haven't they? You know, Xbox more so with used to be 400, 800, 1200. Now it I think ultimately varies, right? the prices of downloadable games have to go down. That's where Xbox yeah. has slipped up this generation. Yeah, They've done definitely. a great job of promoting downloadable games. You know, downloadable games have really come on and they have some great examples. But Steam have steamrolled over them in terms of price. Oh, I like it. Because oh, everybody yeah. started jumping on Steam for two reasons. Consoles were getting old and the price was cheap. Two reasons. Now, when the Xbox and PlayStation release their new consoles, they'll be up to date again, well, for like three months. And then um, the only other thing that they have to worry about is the price of games. So they have to knock their prices down big time to compete. You see, what I think is interesting in the way Steam works, which which doesn't do it this way on either the Xbox or the PS3 in some reason, it ranks all of the games. So, like, you know, if you go for the sort of top sellers, it'll tell you what's selling the most that day. So what they rely on, they, they sort of put it on cheap for a day or two, but it still ends up, it's a little bit like iTunes, you know what I mean? It stays in the top of the charts and people go... Oh yeah, I'll buy that because it brings them and they say, "Oh, I haven't played that yet." Whatever, and and obviously, you well, know, by doing that like, on on the iPad or whatever, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. So that that if it's ranked high, oh, don't worry. Give you whatever, whatever Steve and Apple are doing, Microsoft and PlayStation are watching. Especially Microsoft, you can count on them watching. So I do, I do think that you know things are gonna go that way. Definitely. I mean, I mean, there's no two ways about it, really. Uh, I think the pricing will be the key point, whether they do the same as PS Plus is doing and all the games you get for a yearly fee, or whether they, whether they sort of just go down the discounted games route when, they, you know, when they've been out for a certain length of time. don't know, but they need to sort something out. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes, because still stuff like on PS, you know, normal full retails, and PS, to be fair, Sony have released a lot of games at the same time as their retail counterparts as downloadable. But they charge an extortionately stupid price, like forty nine quid for them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so they, they've not really got that bit of it right. But the PS Plus they have, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Okay. Uh, final thing I want to talk about is it is on the Twitter, but I'm not really going to read any tweets this week. Uh, but what what I am going to talk about is there has she been makes some some rules up. I am doing. There has been some rumblings around the Twitter sphere about having another get-together for the veteran gamers. Uh-oh. Oh. So, I thought we'd talk What's about this. What's this time, Duke? Yeah, why are you not coming over? Uh, I have a big cookie right here. I'm planning on eating this, so it's not possible for me to go over there. Sorry, everybody. No, I'm thinking so about close. you when I eat my big cookie. That was so close. Biscuit. So, Chinny, what do you reckon, then? Another get-together. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, whatever. What about playing yeah, that we're... space team game when you're all together? Oh, we could definitely do that. Now that would be funny. Turn on the nipple accelerator. <laughs> it would be like that. <laughs> it would be like that. But yes, I mean, I've said that you know we've, we've we're trying to find an alternative venue. You know, Kyoto Lounge was great, and I'm not saying we we shouldn't go there again because it was it was good fun and it had what you needed. And it was kind of cool. It wasn't so nerdy. You know, I know we're nerds and stuff, but it wasn't too nerdy, was it? No. Um, there is a place in Birmingham, but that looks proper nerdy. What is it? That uh, I can't think what it was called now. We did find another place. It was on the Twitters this week. Uh, let me have that a would be butcher. super convenient for me. I know, yeah. But we need someone to go and check it out. 
need someone to go check 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 it out just a minute i'm just trying to find it we were trying to get some people to go and have a look but there's been we had a, it was a massive sort of craziness and people were talking about people stripping and slh said she was only going to come if some bloke got his kit off and then people said that you would do that chinny and you know there was, oh, there was a lot of there was a lot Never of know stuff. what can happen imagine a dessert for two Tahitian vanilla bean, ice cream, and a pool of cognac. There we go. Drizzled in the world's most expensive chocolate, Amade Bosiliana. Covered with shaved white, black, and clear truffles. And topped with edible 25-carat gold leaf. Can you imagine anything better? I don't know. You ever put a donut in the microwave? Liz <laughs> <laughs> Lemon's like one of my favorite characters ever. She's awesome. I'll tell you what, this cube thing is so stupid. It is very stupid. Jesus Christ. Hit it! I finally found it. Jesus Christ, that was a long way down Twitter. It was that far down, Stu. I completely forgot what it was. Okay, so talking about? A venue in Birmingham is called Global Gaming Arena. Ah! Global Gaming Arena. Now, ah! Uh, right, all right, Chidi. What I'm going to do, right, I'm going to put this into the Skype in chatting. Okay. Right. Ah. But I'm not convinced because I'm looking at it, right, and it's all like little kiosks and stuff. It's like a proper, like an internet cafe almost. Ah. And it's so like do, a white do, room. Can we stop that, please? A white room <laughs> with okay. metal walls and a metal roof and I don't know. It <laughs> sounds weird. This is and in Japan. Can, you can bring it does look like that, and you can bring your own beer, and and it's it's not any cheaper. It's it's sort of um, for PC gaming for an all day pass is twelve quid. Well, I won't be then, playing that, will I? Well, that's all it is. It's all PC well, gaming. Well, I won't be going there then, will I? Well, to be fair, you know it was all PC gaming at Kyoto, yeah, but they didn't. So I hated the whole experience. You didn't. No, I want a controller, Stu. Yeah, no, but what was cool about Kyoto, even if you weren't really playing, you could have a laugh and yeah, chat. But I want and a stuff. controller. This this place does not look like the sort of place where you can laugh and have a chat. What Birmingham? What do you think? No, you can't. You can't. Have... No, no. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So anyway, so we we will put something together, come up with some ideas of what we want to do, uh, and then we'll put it out there and see what people want to do. Uh, we've all knows of a place. Yeah. So send it in. Let it us know. Tell you what. Or email us or email us to podcast. Contact us on MySpace. Yeah, do we don't have one of those. But yeah, we're struggling. I've got to say, struggling to find a venue. So, um, so there you go. Anyway, so yeah, trying to find it. I mean, Kyoto was good fun, and we did have a laugh. So I'm happy to go there again if other people want to. Um, but we can. I can certainly. I will arrange it if that's what people want to do. So let us know. Let us know. Email and let stuff. us know. Let us know. Uh, but again, we can, you can hire the whole venue now, and they've also got some weird bong pipes things going on at Kyoto now. They've expanded since the last time I went there. Bong uh, pipes. Some, yeah, some weird thing. I had a look, and they had this weird, I don't know, this water pipe thing. Me Bob looks like a bong, but I know it's obviously not a bong. Well, I would. I don't thing. spend a lot of time around bongs, so I wouldn't know. But that's yeah. illegal. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, and that's 2S4. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool model. So that's it for emails and Twitters and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so on that note, all right, this, we need this to... game is so stupid. This fucking cube game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're addicted. You're addicted. No, tough. So 
let's do some shout outs get the hell out of here so over to you chinny it's time for a colbert rapport shout out hey uh, I want to shout out the Hummingbird Bakery book, uh, which is what I've been using for baking my cakes. Um, I want to shout out... Egghead likes his bookie work. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out the Lord for always being there. Yeah, Amen, Jesus. Every fi- Amen, Jesus. For always being Amen. there in every fictional um, religious story I've ever been. Uh, looked at. Um... And also, a shout out to Stu. Oh, Lecky. Um, oh, no, he did! Just oh, listening to the show. Thanks, mate. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, I've got a few shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. First one to Pete Red Dog, who tweeted me, Stu! You're getting new deadly premonition on PS3, new ending. Oh yeah, new controls. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I'm not actually. I played it. I'm done with that. Nah, it's not gonna happen, is it? But then Phil Olsen tweeted, "Deadly Premonition 2 could re- see return of Francis York Morgan." Now, now you're talking. So just saying, I'm up for that shit. I'm just looking at this global game in arena. It looks like a virgin's gathering. It looks weird. It does. It, it doesn't look like Kyoto, does it? That it looks was kind very of strange. Yeah, I'm not up for that. I don't think that's the right place where to be Where is going. it? Let's have a look where it is. No idea. Look, maybe you could sneak in and check it oh, out. Oh, it's by the... Oh, right. I don't know where that is. Yeah, there you go. Oh. So, anyway, that's uh, that's for me. And also, a uh, tweet out to School Dugger, who's been, again, spinning the wheels of steel. Uh, and has sent me his latest mix, which I'm liking. It's a bit dubby. It's, it's kind of cool. Nice beats. Yeah, liking it, liking it. He's been twiddling his knobs a little bit. Have to say, so uh, yes, thank you to him for that. And over to you, Adieu. Yeah, I'd like to thank. Oh, <coughs> sorry, that was Bob. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who showed up for the Far Cry 3 Playday, Burst Sounds, Stulek, Ocelot, Wildly, X E L A, G H Rocker. Next week we're gonna play Red Dead Redemption because S L H wanted to oh, play that. Oh shit! It's been a while, so yeah, why not? <laughs> I like it. Yes, Red Dead, bitch. And, like yeah, it. that's pretty much it. Oh, no, wait, that's not true. I had others. Oh, but I closed the tab. Oh, oh God, God, Duke. What are you Did doing? Close the tab. Shift. Thing, ain't T. Nobody got time for that. I'm got time. Oh, yeah, no, that's it. I'm opening it up again. Hang on. Just It's coming. Just everybody calm down. Okay. Bongo the Sane and lots of other people gave me birthday wishes, but he was the first one to send it, I think, on uh, Twitter or something. But So thank you, Bongo. And everybody was very nice on birthday. It's weird. Facebook has totally changed the experience of having a birthday. Because it used to be like my mom would call, some of my friends, maybe I'd get an email or two. Now, all day long on Facebook, happy birthday. And most people, it's just happy birthday. And that's it. That's all they write. Put something else into it, people. Find me a cute little picture or a funny little thing or reference something that we have in our history between us. When people are just like, happy birthday, it means nothing. I'm like, why even bother? Just because Facebook told you to? No. Put a little something into it. Yeah, put some effort in, man. That's where you go. I have like a folder of bookmarks with some silly things that I found for birthdays and whatnot. So, I mean, whatever. It's that had to be huge. Just do a search for stupid, silly birthday picture or something to post on the person's wall. 
Whatever. Um, Master Zulu heard me talking about space trading games, and he said, you've got to play EVE Online. It's just what you're looking for, but with no. action. No. No. You oh, my God, no. I know, but I have to say, I, I'm kind of curious. But... Uh-oh. I mean, I'm, well, I mean, oh, no. Welcome, no, no. I've only played EVE Online. It's so great. Ah. Coming no, to the veteran you... gamers, the oh, episode oh. where we lost Duke. <laughs> Did you did you see did you see one of the battles that happened within that this I week? I heard about it? it. It's all crazy going overboard. Eight thousand people <laughs> at the same time. I know, I know. And because, I don't want anything to do with that because it sounds like a nightmare. Just, just to put I'm it in curious. perspective, it's some of these curious. Shit. Try things. You're talking about living in a helmet bubble, Stu. You can't <laughs> judge true. me. But the ships, the ships in Eve Online are like cities that are that big, right? I know, I, and I'm not, I'm not looking forward to, I'm not planning on changing. I just, I'm a little curious. That's all. This, this is what you think your toes this, in the water. This. I didn't even talk about a game I played, Path of Exile. It's a free action no, RPG. Done. You should all play it. We've done that, Bing. But no, just, just, just to very quickly touch on this. Uh, it's like Diablo. I'm, but it's Eve, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Eve Online thing, right? This was so funny, right? Apparently, some dude pressed the wrong button, uh, right? And, and teleported his ship into enemy space by mistake, right? Didn't do it on purpose. But he didn't He didn't actually transport all his support ships with him. He got toasted. And he got toasted. I mean, they toasted his ass, right? And then, obviously, they tried to send him reinforcements to help him. And because what you know the equivalent of America and whatever and Canada or whatever on their side were ready for him, they toasted all of those out. Yeah. It wasn't really America; that was just an analogy know, that know, the guy used. But it was like America and Canada, uh, you know, um, teaming up to fight Paris on its own. Are you so implying that the United States would go overboard and just completely obliterate somebody over a misunderstanding? That's what happened. Yeah, well, that's I mean, much more. But, but it's all politics. That oh, game is okay. all about politics. Well, I'm so. interested in politics, but not virtual make-believe politics. Oh, I geez. got enough to keep it up with the real politics. I want to keep track. I remember there was, there was some mud I was in at one point. It was like, oh, there's some intrigue at this capital. I'm like, who gives a crap? No, that is it. Well, on that note, we do need to get the hell out of here. So I'm going to say goodbye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you next week. Why are you still listening, everyone? <laughs> I often wonder that very soon. Good evening and welcome to the middle of the film. Won't you? Won't you? Won't you? Won't you? Won't you? Just take off the television set and go and do something less boring instead. Sitting at home, watch TV. Uh, another week, another show. In the can, baby. Um, actually, I'll tell you what, I did forget to thank someone, didn't I? Uh-oh. Because I should have said Don't thank you to Dave. Keep the recording going after the show. Yeah, to Dave Fennoy and Gavin Hammond for doing the interview. I'm sure they won't <laughs> listen anyway. But just in case right. they did. Yeah, just thanks for the interview, Fennoy and Hammond. Uh, and they were cool. Yeah. They were very cool. What should really we play nice on guys. next next Sunday? 
I, I uh, recommendations on Xbox Live. Don't answer. I'll look at my what people said on Xbox Live. They had a lot of recommendations, so I'll choose what the audience wants. The co- yeah, I'm liking I'm liking the Red Dead Redemption idea. That's kind of cool. Not played that for a play long it. time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's a good choice. Whoops. Good choice. No, don't quit out of Firefox. Shit. Yeah, that's right, crap. Gotcha. We're still on that. Here's your. Oh no, I closed it. Get on the Chrome, man. What's the matter with you? Well, I, I sometimes... Way the the Duchess has Firefox, so I use Firefox. Yeah, anyway, I'm tired talking about browsers, and I gotta go, people. I'm sorry, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we all have to go. Yeah. So, have a good yeah. night. Bye, dude. Have a good night.